I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What up? You're listening to All Massacred. I'm Jake. Nighty night, bitches. It's Rye Rye. And telling everyone good night as he introduces himself. Ryan, you're back for another week. You've been back for 155 episodes. Will we make it to 200 before I die again? No one really knows, but, but die, we're hopeful. Die again. You died the first time? Yeah, the 100, 100 episode oh, yeah. mark. Yeah, I died. We that celebrated it. and I went home and died in your arms tonight. Must have been something you said. See, I don't remember if you specifically died or if you pledged you were going to do 100 episodes and or you were going to quit. And then your identical twin brother who just had like a really shit attitude came and replaced you. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, he was really rude. So rude. He was a rude dude. Just unnecessarily aggressive on everything. He kept calling me a pussy bitch. I mean, if the shoe fits. Yeah, the, the whole the banter wasn't quite the same with your twin brother, Brian. He was just really... Just not not quite what I would describe as a fun person to be around or interact with. And I'm glad that that bit didn't go longer than 15 minutes. Yeah, he was a butthole, <laughs> as the kids would say the back kid, in the day. As the kids on TikTok would say. Is that your, what the kids are saying? your button around the corner. Ah, that's been going around for a minute, man. <laughs> kids on TikTok ain't saying that shit. Jake, what have you been up to this week? I understand you have a mental health day next Friday. I'm so jealous. Your work was like, yeah, don't <laughs> commit suicide. Here, have the day have off. Day, like, have a, please have a Friday off. Don't. My work's like, <laughs> let's bury you, motherfucker. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, thank you. Perfect. I'll have another. Uh, yeah, no, our company called a mental health day on March the 18th. So I'm very much looking forward to having a, di- a Friday off. I was planning on using uh, a burning a vacation day or two in the next little bit. So it's nice that I can keep that to myself and just hoard it all towards the end of the year. See you guys in 2023, which is what I'll say on December 2nd. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Fuck you. Just get all those beautiful days off. Whirl them all away like a like I'm gonna quit my job and I'm just gonna quit it. You know why? I'm just gonna live your life. I'm gonna come over to your house every goddamn day. Probably have a great time, honestly. Probably would. Probably we could eat Pop Tarts or cereal and talk about the good times. Talk about go shopping on your lunch break. (laughs) That would be beautiful. <laughs> what life are we living? We're living we're the life what? that we could choose. <laughs> we're eating Pop-Tarts and going shopping. Would you like to go eat Pop-Tarts and shop with me? Honestly, yeah. What's your ideal place that you like to go shopping? Ooh. Is it Dick's Sporting Goods? No, no. I, you know, the older Did I, I emphasize get... emphasize Dick's Sporting Goods a little too hard? No. I. There's nothing <laughs> with Dick's that I want in my mouth. Um, <laughs> sporting Goods. Uh, sporting Goods. 
Um, you know, like music or like comic books or like trading cards, any of the above <laughs> I'm down with. Um, movies, I can watch a lot of movies. Down at the, the only person I've ever heard classify watching a movie is going on an errand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it kind of is. I mean, you're really giving your all when you watch it. Well, you know what? I will say some of the ones we watch for this podcast, I could definitely classify as an errand. We're looking at you, the man who act. killed Hitler and Bigfoot. Uh, that was an errand and that was I watched that on my couch I watched that drunk as shit and still didn't have did not pay attention I just looked up preview, uh, at different times and saw like Bigfoot throw up in his mouth and then like similarly it was better than that I think that the next time we for whatever reason we can't get together and record a new episode I'm just going to put together a classic collection of clips of bad movies but it's just going to be I'm just going to republish that episode again Oh, and it's God. just going to be the whole thing. <laughs> we won't get together to next week just because of this. <laughs> Throw it up. You know what we need to do? We need to watch Willie's Wonderland. When that comes out in spring 20, or actually it's, it's already out, April. big dog. Already April, owned April. that movie. Willie's Wonderland? Oh, no, oh, I thought you were out. talking about Fantastically, I'm Nicolas Cage. No, but Nicolas Cage is fantastic. Thanks for noticing. I'm sure he appreciates that, too. Yeah. Um, talking about con air and whatnot um yes yeah, so too we definitely watched that trailer i know this is we're breaking into the news we could come back out of it but <laughs> since you mentioned it looks like a great movie and bust out of it that did look great it looked better. Si- i don't think it you're... looked better than the first trailer where it just looked like a nicholas cage wank fest and it, i could not for the life he's of making me, fun of himself in this i feel yeah but i couldn't tell what the plot of it was i feel like this is a little bit more straightforward where he's down on his luck he's playing a version of himself which may not be that far removed from the real nicholas cage it's definitely an exaggeration or pedro pascal is a rich the mandalorian european <laughs> he's got baby yoda there nicholas cage doesn't seem to get it he's like i have i don't like star wars and he's like well you know, it's kind That's of a, stupid kind of a big deal but um and yeah so pedro pascal he's just like yeah i'm I'm a i'm a crime boss or something but i've got a lot i want to be friends with you nicholas cage i love nicholas cage like do i gotta suck this guy's dick or anything yeah he's, he's like, like do i no, gotta suck hobby's me. dick or he's like i'm hobby he's like so do i nice to meet we, you kim wasabi <laughs> what we what we got to do here and it looks like he gets strapped tiffany haddish she works for the fbi or some sort of government agency and drafts him in to be a spy and he's got a spy on his new best friend it looked like the interview uh, yeah basically that's the vibe the, i got from it if they are riding in a tank listening to katie perry then i think it will definitely oh if this movie has kv katie if, perry in it if, or a song by katie if perry he ever asks pedro pascal if he ever feels like a plastic bag drifting in the wind just waiting to start again then we know that they've taken some obvious inspiration from the interview also if they're just eminem just happens to show up and is talking about being gay there also, you know it's, it's leading in a, a breadcrumb of another. gay trails <laughs> or whatever you said um so when you say gay you mean i am sexually attracted to other men <laughs> so, so what does that really mean um oh fuck interview was a good movie <laughs> i know i bought that with cash I so i didn't want the north Koreans exactly to, to trace your credit card information but they probably figured it out because i'm sure there's some kind of something whenever i put it in my playstation be like yo this bitch watching that shit <laughs> they hacked your i'm PS4. like oh okay damn they hacked your ps4 be like oh fucking look at this guy's 
No more Spyro the Dragon for you, Rari. Oh, I do love Spyro the Dragon. <laughs> well, speaking of stuff getting cut off in other countries, Netflix has shut down its service in Russia. Ryan. Surprise, motherfucker. How do you feel? You're Vladimir Putin. You're sitting down to oh, watch. If I'm Vladimir Putin, then I'm just committing suicide because I'm a piece of shit. You're an author- authoritarian dictator. You've just thrown like a 90-year-old woman in jail for holding up a sign that said, stop with the war. And yeah. Like, That's an enemy of the state. I'm going to put her in prison. How dare you? had you? a long, hard day of being an authoritarian dictator, and you just want to sit down and relax and watch your favorite show, season two of Bridgerton on Netflix, only to find out that Netflix has shut down its entire service. You in better Russia. get a VPN, bitch. <sighs> yeah, he probably could. But. <laughs> He probably could get anything he wanted. I've heard that his yacht makes Jeff Bezos' yacht look very small. He's arguably potentially one of the richest people in the world. Because Nobody knows how much he's worth. Exactly, though. it's all untraceable money. But uh, it's drug money. Yeah, I mean, there's there's been so many, so much of this in the last two weeks. Netflix shutting stuff down. McDonald's, which we're going to talk about in a minute, suspending service in Russia. Sony saying today after their state of play saying, here's a bunch of new games. Also, we refuse to sell Gran Turismo 7 in Russia. Um, I feel bad for the people of Russia who are against this war or the people who are forced to fight in it. Because let's just face facts. Not everybody's for it. And even though they're fighting in it, doesn't necessarily mean they're the f- wanting to be in it. The fact that there's like 8,000 people that have been arrested in the last two weeks for saying, hey, Stop this. <laughs> I hope the regime changes. And I hope put uh, Putin's like out there on the gets, street corner. Putin gets put out to pass Putin out to pasture. Putin out that pasture. It's a really long walk up to that uh, one. It was uh, not worth it. But <laughs> I wonder what Pussy Riot's doing now. That uh, girl band. Oh, uh, yeah. Girl Pussy punk Riot. band who was like very against him and very hardcore. I just wonder what where what they're thinking of this now. I'm sure uh, we can look it up. I'm sure I, they're like fuck I told you. you show. <laughs> I told you show. I told you show, motherfucker. I told you show. Uh, yeah, just again, it, we said it last week, but it still remains an awful situation. And it's even though it is fun to make fun of Putin, it's still hard. He sucks. He's a horror. One of the worst people I can think of at the moment. It's just it sucks, and I hate it. And it's yeah, I hate it. People of Ukraine, we're so sorry. I know I don't don't think we've ever had a single listener from there, but y'all did not deserve this at all. And I'm so sorry. Nobody would deserve this. If Ukraine did this to the Russians, people would be up in arms as well. I mean, yeah, but that wouldn't have happened. (laughs) Yeah, they wouldn't. But if they they just want to be left alone is the is the thing. And Putin's just he can't. He anyways. Fuck you, Putin. Yeah. We've made our point. You bastard. Time to cheer myself up with some better news. Ryan, there's a I Am Legend sequel. (laughs) With Michael B. Jordan. Starring Michael B. Jordan and produced by Will Ferrell. No, Will Smith. No, Will Ferrell's producing it. Will Smith is starring it. (laughs) That is a lie. Zombies never stay dead and neither do zombie movies. Even though I think, weren't they supposed to be vampires in I Am Legend? Uh, No, I don't think they were anyways game spot i'm gonna challenge you on that one uh but it seems like i did read that there was a deleted 
uh, a deleted scene that was supposed to be like the non-canon ending of the original movie where yeah they survives. posted it like recently and they yeah. showed it side by side like yeah this is uh don't you fucking yawn on this, this. like oh, you're bored <laughs> yeah. you motherfucker i am a legend <laughs> allegedly yawning allegedly. i'm allegedly tired <laughs> um yeah right i am legend what did you what did you think of the first one i am legend i have not seen it in a long time but i remember watching it and loving it i also remember liking it when I first saw it in like 2007 and I remember seeing it maybe on TV like two years ago and being like, no, I'm not into this. (laughs) So it's, it's a real mixed bag. I feel like if they made a, a newer version, I I'd like to think it'd be better and they're not just retreading old grounds, but who who am I to say? It's Michael B. Jordan, man. And especially the new Will Smith and Denzel Washington. Basically after 15 years, I imagine a sequel would also be a, basically a reboot at the same time. Like everything is when they bring a new old franchise. It's been like 15 fucking years. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan was like in a diaper when this movie first came out. He's probably in a diaper with pecs. (laughs) He probably was like Mark Wahlberg. Exactly. Or, um, the rock. That guy has big pegs too. Yeah. Or like Kevin Hart, who also is quite built for himself. Quite built for himself. Quite He's built for a tiny Four and man. a half feet of muscle. Muscle and ain't taking shit. Just muscle. It'd be great being Kevin Hart and you never have to duck under a door ever again. Wow. You could, like, you, Kevin Hart goes back to one of those like old timey houses, you know, where they have the low doorways. And he's like, this is a normal doorway. Like in Philadelphia? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's pretty fucked up. He's like walking through the pyramids. Hey man, we go over. They've all got to get down on their hands and knees. He's like, this is a normal pyramid door. Um, <laughs> what are you guys doing? Don't be weird. <laughs> Don't be weird. Why'd y'all get on all fours? Um, Jake, there is a small company that I can't pronounce created a device to help troubleshoot McDonald's ice cream machines and sold it to 500 locations. But McDonald's allegedly ordered these devices removed in November 2020. Potentially violating their warranties. McDonald's sued for $900 million over broken ice cream machine business. Can you believe that McDonald's still has not got their ice cream machines to work? So they sued themselves for $900 billion? They sued the company. Or the company sued them for violating. For $900 billion. Million. Yeah, okay. Does it really matter when it's that amount of money? Uh, not to McDonald's. Well, yeah, probably to McDonald's, it's just but a car- not really. It's a cartoonish amount of money, so I feel like it's not even that important at this point. Uh, no, I cannot believe that story. It sounds ridiculous, but also... Ridiculously true. I do, Regardless of the memes, I think that I've never been to a McDonald's that did not have their ice cream machine working. I don't ever go to some place to be like, let me get that ice cream. But I've recently gone to cookout. Man, that banana <sighs> oh, pudding... Milkshake. I've had it two days in a row this past week, and it was great. Let me tell you. What was you, that sound? The Olivia air dropped me a photo, and I believe it's Is it her. something adorable? I believe it's her and Bella. <laughs> what if it was like, does this look like a rash, Jake? <laughs> Let's see. I don't know if I want to. Oh, uh, it's just her and Bella. Okay, cool. They're hanging. No out. rashes. They're having a good time. Okay. <laughs> Literally, yeah, it looks like the having a good time. That's why they call me Mr. Fahrenheit, <laughs> traveling at the speed of light. Uh, cookout. 
Yes. Great. Orange push-up milkshake. Is that good? I yeah. looked at it. I One of my favorites. That's one of your favorites? Really? They have a cappuccino milkshake at Cookout I've seen as that well. too. Very good. That's one of my go-tos is the orange push-up or a blueberry milkshake or a cappuccino milkshake. Dude, I am so basic, bitch. I'm like vanilla. Vanilla milkshake. <laughs> cookies and cream. Cookies and cream is good, but it's hard to drink through a straw. Well, they give you these big straws now. It's like bigger. So Big strong straws? Big strong straws. Dude, it is ridiculous. <laughs> I had it recently and uh, with the banana pudding, which is also really good. Um, and I would advise anybody to go to cookout and get the yeah. uh, friggin' milkshakes. So if you're in North or South Carolina, check out a cookout. Oh, if fuck it up, man. If you haven't heard of them yet. Speaking of straws, though, I would like to put in a formal complaint with the AMC theater in High Point. Yeah. We saw the Batman on Get Sunday, which we'll talk about in a minute. What time did you go? Uh, Four o'clock. Oh, man. I just missed you by like probably like two hours because yeah. the movie and the previews very forever long. Yeah. long. <laughs> so my first complaint, actually, this is the first in a series of three complaints. I've held back because I didn't want to blast them because they're my favorite movie theater. Yep. But they've been slacking and this cannot continue. First and foremost, uh, the last several movies we've been to, they waited 15 minutes to start showing the previews. Mm hmm. And I don't know what the fuck is up with that. <laughs> they're probably waiting for more people to come in. If, if it was full, then they're probably shit. Yeah. If the movie says a 3 p.m. time, you start showing the previews. Again, the 25 minutes of previews at 3 p.m. You don't wait 15 minutes and then show me 25 minutes of previews. And your, your 3 o'clock movie doesn't start till 3.45. We're going to start showing up at like 3.40 for a 3 o'clock movie if they continue with this fucking bullshit is <laughs> it's so it's so bad secondly heated seats half of them don't work anymore but every time i get in a d1 it always works man e we had e last time and e was functional d the whole d section was the one that was fucking us up last last time not a fan and thirdly we had a giant uh fucking slushy icy and they gave us a paper straw a long paper straw. And I don't know if you've ever tried to drink out of a paper straw or drink a, an icy out of a paper straw. But let me just tell you, that shit gets soggy in about four and a half minutes. Not not made for not made for a movie length duration type of straw. Right, right. We worked through four paper straws in the course of what happens? Does it deteriorate or what? It, it gets soggy. You it just gets soggy, it, but it deteriorates the, and you can't suck anymore? But yeah. It's like it's like if what I, is the time frame of the sog okay. sucking in so let to me, the straw. Let me break down the time frame for you. All right, you're break getting down here. You showed up for a four o'clock movie. You showed up at 355 because you still are like, oh, maybe they'll start the previews on that. No, they will not. So you grab a paper straw, you take it out of the wrapping. Perfectly fine. It's like a piece of cardboard, basically. Yeah, I've seen them before. Okay, it feels weird in my mouth, but it's oh not that god, bad. on your teeth, yeah, on your teeth, on your lips too, the inside your of your tongue. lip. Yeah, you know, because all all the years I spent licking them cardboard boxes. Uh huh. And you put the That's paper question. You put the paper straw in there. All right, four and a half minutes later, you go to take a sip of your icy, and it's like you've you've just taken like a newspaper and crinkled it up and put it in your icy it's bad so you're saying that paper straws are inferior you have to take it out 
put another one in there. So hopefully you've grabbed multiple paper straws for this three hour movie. That Why don't you just take the top off and just put it in your mouth? I'm not like, a fucking animal. Right? Yeah, you are. You're a fucking animal. <laughs> I've seen you do things and I was like, I would never do that. I would never see a human being ever do that again. Like defecate in the woods. Good God. Hey, listen, it, it happened. I'm not proud of it, but you yeah. didn't wipe for three days, nor shower. <laughs> what scenario were we in where that happened oh what scenario yeah yeah okay go ahead <laughs> that's the best way of getting out of something oh yeah yeah right uh, okay that's what he said yeah. whenever he all shit right. in the woods and asked yeah. me to wipe okay yeah, yeah okay. okay yeah all right yeah all right <laughs> all right okay. you're disgusting right you're disgusting uh-huh yeah all right buddy throw an all right buddy in there <laughs> Way to go. Just shoot me an email later. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> Anyways, those are my grievances with the, the High Point AMC Theater. Get your get your shit together. We'll be taking our business elsewhere. Well, bitch, please. I'm down there every day. Will and the clown all day, all night. Really should have signed up for the AMC plus movie theater thing. Where they- have you not? I'm no. part of that shit all day, every day. No, we've been paying full price for everything for you, years. What you're saying is you've been fucked by Uncle Sam. Been well in 2020, saved plenty of money, I would imagine. But well, uh, except for uh, what was that? Uh, yeah, Bloodshot. Blood <laughs> yeah, if I paid my yearly membership, I would have paid like three hundred dollars to watch Bloodshot and Sonic the Hedgehog and nothing else. Well, Sonic the Hedgehog was pretty good. Yeah, and they, no, they put a freeze on it. So, they, oh, they put a freeze on it. Yeah, so Mister Freeze on it. So whenever you could return, yeah, which I hear we'll get to the Batman stuff. I've been listening to a lot of things. Um, I'm gonna need a Ryan's one minute breakdown of things I know. That I've seen right. not not a plot summary of the movie, just a breakdown of things you know. All the things I know. Things I know. Uh, um, I got a war. The TV's. Carolina Panthers have made two Super Bowls in their franchise history. They are talking about going after Deshaun Watson, and they're also talking about trading the Christian Carolina McCaffrey. Carolina Hurricanes won their first and only Stanley Cup at the year 2006. That is a true statement. <laughs> We're looking for it to happen again this year. <laughs> Just 60 seconds of things that you know. Just everything. It's just all sports facts. Well, there's some comic book stuff. What I do whenever I go to lunch at work, I usually go get me a coffee because we have Starbucks on campus. Very good. Bougie. And I just. It is bougie. And um, what's your go to Starbucks drink? Oh, Pike. Yeah. Grande Pike. No, just a tiny Pike. Tiny Pike. Tiny Pike. Um, Don't need to get on top of that Pike that make it too big. But uh, yeah, I'll do that. I'll go to my car and be secluded and just uh, listen to Geek Culture Explained or Mr. Sunday Movies. That's what I do. Two good choices. Have you watched Geek Culture Explained? A little bit. Yeah, I think that guy is pretty good. Obviously not as much as our our boys over at the Winkley. The Winkley. The Winkley Planet. Yeah, the Winkley Planet. (laughs) I watch that guy all the time. I think his name's Rob and he's pretty good. First, I wasn't sure, but now I know. I trust in Rob. Now you know. Um, so Jake, a God of War TV series is in the works for Amazon Prime, um, to which I am not surprised because whenever we saw um, what was it, Uncharted, you know, it was place a PlayStation movie. And PlayStation released like Ratchet and Clank like some years ago. Now it's Uncharted. Now it's going to be God of War. That's going to be Tom Holland. He's going to be Ratchet. Oh God, no! They're going to try to do Jack and Dexter. And or Clank. <laughs> 
Um, what is the other one they are doing right now? Uh, Pedro, uh, Pedro Pascal is in it. It's uh, um, uh, Last Sack of Boy. Us. Last of Us. No, Sack it's not Sackboy. <laughs> which is a weird tell of a man in his testicles. <laughs> Pedro Pascal is Sackboy. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, I'm too poor to afford clothes. I'm Sackboy. My sack is hanging out. Thanks for noticing. <laughs> I just wear a burlap sack with my testicles hanging out the bottom. You know what's really fun to do to people is pull out your testicles through... <laughs> your zipper that's a little sexual harassy but if you're hanging with your boys you're just kind of like hey guys it's cold in here isn't it and then everybody looks and like oh it's gross <laughs> I, that's one of my favorite jokes to do <laughs> i haven't done it in a while but one time i did that to a friend's parents i walked into their house and they were laying on the couch and uh, yeah, I just had my testes hanging out. Like, and I was look at my balls. Pretty much, they noticed, but they didn't say anything. But wow. I did, was hoping for like a snicker or something. I walked in Not there, I got beer. They're just mortified. Like they weren't even mortified. They were just like this just kid, whatever. I think I was probably like twenty, twenty-one or something like that. I was very <laughs> young, and I just you would expect that from someone like me, a credent. <laughs> Be like, yeah, that's that's right. And he's just put his whole he'll his do whole anything butt cheeks against the front door last week. Yeah, we sometimes still got a, we still got an aspirin on the sliding glass door. <laughs> that I wouldn't put that past me. Actually, tried, no matter how much Windex we've got, we can still see the the crack right in the middle. He farted on this window, and you can still see where he unleashed the eruption. <laughs> it's like embedded in the glass now. I think it melted a little bit. <laughs> It may or may not have melted some of the siding. Some of the insulation is not what it used to be. It's getting hung up now when we're trying to close it. Now it doesn't close quite all the way. You know how that happens. That This old fairy tale, which by the way, my wife yesterday, we went to the grocery store. The grocery store. Oh, here's here's going to be a classic yarn. We were looking for some, she was looking for some kind of whatever. And we were there <laughs> and she got it, mad at me because how invested you were because you couldn't remember what you were there for. No, she got she mad at me because I called her like, out we're here on for something. some fucking whatever. What <laughs> I called her out on some shit. And like, instead of getting back at me physically, she got back at me mentally, mentally and farted on me and <laughs> she farted. I did not smell it. So I don't know why my smelling of like, different things it's not good you've been Maybe hanging it's around COVID. Me too much it could be covid oh, yeah, and COVID uh 12 years <laughs> oh god that's a long time she farted on uh, a couple too and i saw them look back and laugh at each other and then later on in a couple of aisles she told me she did it and i was like oh yeah that's why they laughed she's like what and she had knew- known that they had noticed but i had not so really what i'm trying to say is backfired on her what backfired could multiple connotations there oh yeah yeah no doubt no doubt take your tampon out i like what you did with that one um (laughs) yes but i still think my favorite part of the story is we were there at the grocery store looking for some fucking whatever and it was like stuff for green bean casserole whatever green bean how much do you green beans first the 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 things that you put onions that thing yep she got some tomatoes, uh, cream of chicken, or some, no, of cream of mushroom, cream of mushroom, and cheese. We didn't put cheese on it. Okay, so there's three th- ingredients there. <laughs> I don't know. Explain it to her. 
<laughs> she farted on me. Uh, salt and pepper. Like what? There's oh, it's got to be pepper. <laughs> Fuck salt. You don't have any pepper in your house? No, I have pepper all in my house. I was How about dare to say, you? I thought you had like a million pounds of black pepper. Just we might as go. well because as much as I put on anything, I put eat. It on anything. I take. I go to restaurants. I take the top of the shaker off. No, you don't. Pepper. I do. Sometimes. No, you don't. I've done it before. You are wild. I get frustrated because you shake the pepper shaker and like literally four flakes come out. And you're like, that does nothing for me. So I unscrew the thing. And a lot of times there it's like clogged. So a lot of the pepper is clogged on the inside of the little silver. So you lick thingy. it, you put it in your mouth. Exactly. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I do a line of pepper and then I pour the rest of the shaker on my food. You should use the cookout. I've straws. Got a problem. <laughs> They're huge. Just slice up a couple paper straws and do a line of pepper. Hey, nothing, nothing, no shame in that. <laughs> no, but like a lot of a lot of the pepper will just collect on the thing. So I'll like unscrew it and then I'll just like shake whatever is collected on the inside of the shaker and put that on my food. You're welcome. Life hack there. If How you, much pepper do you think is too much pepper? No, there's never. If you sneeze the right amount of pepper if you don't sneeze keep pouring keep, yeah just keep putting it on there until you, unless you start like feeling physically ill that must be like a dude thing because <laughs> all my um, well there's at least three dudes that i know who do that so i mean i know more dudes than that but i've never heard of any ladies of doing dudes. <laughs> counting <laughs> at myself least three of them <laughs> yeah you me and derek uh that's that is three dudes. That is three 100%. dudes. Uh, three dudes counting myself. <laughs> that must mean that majority rules. If if myself and two other people I know do this, that represents everyone I need to know to inform this opinion. My uh, buddy that I go see um, in Rocky Mountain, he does not have any pepper in his house. It's very strange. It is an incredibly strange and unsettling thing to think about. It is. What uh, else does he know? Does, oh, I, he I has hookah in his house, which is... But not pepper. Doesn't have pepper. Does he have salt? He does have salt. He's a white person, so that's like a prerequisite. To I have, guess, to but I mean, I could live without salt. Just give me the pepper. I love salt. I like pepper more, though. Oh, pepper all day, every yeah. day. Can't live without it. How do you feel about so, paprika? Um. Uh, well, that's what happens whenever the salt and the pepper fuck. Yeah, and that's what they make. That's the product. Um, paprika is kind of good. I mean, I've had on some stuff. It isn't like a live or die kind of thing. What about garlic? Oh uh, God, salt. anything garlic? Yes, garlic powder, garlic salt. Oh, garlic. <sighs> good we had God! A gigantic thing of Mexican garlic powder that was. Like There's $2. Mexican garlic. Yeah. It's just the Mexican brand garlic powder. What is the difference? I don't know. It's bigger and it's cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a wow. huge, it's like a huge thing of garlic powder but it was like two dollars where if you go over to the mccormick section man and it's like them white bitches seven dollars for a tiny ass thing of garlic powder and you're like i don't think so mccormick yeah <laughs> i mean i could scratch my balls I'm and going, get more garlic off that going back exactly for cheaper wet garlic off of my scrotum i'm gonna go back to the international food section which is just like a little thing of soy sauce and ramen and then some tortillas, tortillas and some Mexican hot sauce and be like, yeah, this is the international oh, section. Oh, man. That <laughs> Texas Pete sriracha is uh, so fucking pretty good. good. Texas Pete also has a Mexican style hot sauce, which is also I don't even quite know what good. that means. Uh, it's like the kind of hot sauce you'd order at a Mexican restaurant. That's not like Tapatio or Cholula. Arigatos, their hot sauce. It's Home. mostly ketchup based. 
delicious. Is it just a brand of their or their own take on sriracha? I, I have no idea. All I know is I could live in it. Because Yamato has their own hot sauce they make in-house, and it's also quite good. Can we just agree that sauces are what divide the good restaurants from the bad restaurants? Oh, that's a hill I'm willing to die on. <laughs> bad Daddy? they That Bad Daddy sauce? So it's the Chick-fil-A sauce, but spicy. Yeah. That's what it is. It it's so need, good. It doesn't need to be complicated. It's mostly honey mustard mixed with like one or two other things. And spice. And that's all you need. And it's really good. Dude, if there was a girl that tastes like that, I would have sex with her all the time. <laughs> they had bad... <laughs> oh, damn! Bad Daddy's <laughs> oh, has a really good uh, homemade ranch, too, that they put on stuff. Nobody told me about that, but... Yeah, should have. I forgot about it. I, I probably made love to a girl that tastes like that, too. Forgot to take the, the, the blue cheese crumbles off my sandwich and replace it with ranch, but... Oh, yeah, I seen that. Yeah. I was like, that's weird. Is that yeah, feta? Yeah, is that feta? I was like, oh no, I forgot to take the blue cheese crumbles off. And it no! looks like my looks like my chicken sandwich has a fungus on it now. Well, I mean, technically, yes. It is a mold. Did look blue cheese is a mold. Jake. And th- this is 100 percent true. What is the deal with Pokemon? What is the deal? <laughs> a 31-year-old man from Georgia, not too far from here, pretended to be a small business owner to receive an 85000 economic injury disaster loan, then spent, not all of it, just $57,789 of it. So most of it. Yeah. On a first edition shadowless. This thing doesn't cast a shadow. You put it in the sun, can't, doesn't. Holographic Charizard card. Why is Charizard the one that everybody's really excited about? Isn't this the one that Logic spent a lot of money on? Supposedly. <laughs> uh, so here's the thing that I don't understand about the Shadowless is that there's clearly a drop shadow and an outline to separate Charizard from the holographic background. So what mm-hmm. is the prop? What is, is it like deal? a defective card that they that fucked that up? Is and this a is a shadow. Uh, that's insane, and it really makes me want to climb up in my attic and root through whatever assorted detritus I have kicking around up there, because I think I have at least one of these. I have somewhere. so many baseball, football, and basketball, and just, hockey cards. You could be sitting on a mountain of wealth and not even know it. I bet you I am. I have a Brett Favre rookie card that I gave somebody two Jim Kellys for. <laughs> Sucker. Those, honestly... I am nostalgic for the days when I was like 10 years old and I was so lit to get like two fresh packs of like Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh cards from Walmart. And that was just, and they cost like $4 a piece. Mm -hmm. There was six card per pack. I think six or seven. What was the mystery, man? And there was, there's never been a time in my life where I was ever been more excited by something. I used to be really excited about getting Carolina Panthers <laughs> in cards. I was like, oh, my God, Kevin Green. But that, that was, was so- literally one of the most ex- as a kid. That was the, one of the most exciting things was getting like you not just not having any clue what you were about to experience and just ripping the tin foil off of that and being like, oh, I've got four of these already. <laughs> you know, I, I know I've told this story here, but it just always fucks me up. For Halloween, we went in downtown Kernersville, and they were giving out Pokemon cards, but they were only giving the power-up cards. So they were ripping open what cards. The fuck? I know, and they're like, "You can't play the game if you don't have these." And everybody was like, "Yeah, fuck you, you bastard! <laughs> Give us the good cards." Kernersville, Massachusetts, where we yeah, grew yeah. up. <laughs> Duh. 
<laughs> yeah, what a fuck. They smelled so good too. I new cards do smell good. Remember this when you first opened that package, it was just it smelled like paper mixed with like Worcestershire sauce or it's something semen. else. Something else I cannot quite put my finger on or my nose. It's probably ink. Yeah, it's probably ink. <laughs> it was just it's the cardstock and ink, but it smelled and the fact that it was sealed up for so long, but they had such a distinctive good smell that it if you whiffed it now it immediately makes you feel like a nine-year-old kid a kid you know what they should do they should throw back um back in the day the baseball cards had gum in them and you could eat the gum oh, fuck yeah that was a good time i, I a recently- really stale piece of gum oh yeah it was terrible <laughs> and uh like maybe five months ago i got some hockey cards and there was one that had like a jersey cut out and embedded in the card yeah that was so cool. I mean, I don't even know who the player is. He's probably somebody who's washed up or whatever, but it's so cool to be like, oh, damn, a piece of his jersey's in here. You give me like one of those or Christian McCaffrey, I'd be stoked. That's so fucking sick. Or Greg Olson. I'd take that for Greg Olson or Luke Keekley. Greg Olson with his uh, Fox Sports attire. Oh, man. If you ripped up the jacket, holy shit. <laughs> I'd be all over that. That's my favorite Panther of all time. Probably, yeah. Do you like. Bearded Greg Olson or clean shaven Greg? Oh, Olson? bearded Greg Olson, man. Do you like Greg Olson on crutches or Greg Olson on two crutches? <laughs> Maybe like two crutches because two cr- he's even because his foot was always hurt or oh, something was always going on. That TV show that uh, Prime did, like, um, and he was like, "Fuck!" Well, I was like, "Oh my god!" Greg Olson said the f word. He swore on TV. Blew my mind. Were there to see it. I could go back and watch that. It was all my favorite Panthers. That was a good time. Speaking of things that make me feel like I'm in the fourth grade again, Ewan McGregor is going to be Obi-Wan Kenobi one more time. Yeah, he looks older. He kind of looks like um, Hugo Weaver a little bit. I just expect him to be like, Mr. Anderson. (laughs) Or when he's like, Frodo, you got to go take this ring and fuck off all the way over there to Mount Doom or something. Anyways, Don't put, can, put it on your cock. That's not how to wear it. This is my elf daughter. Uh, she's definitely not uh, Steven Tyler's daughter. She's got some big lips. Here you go, Viggo Mortensen. I don't want to <laughs> miss one thing. I just want to be with you right here, baby. Yeah, she just comes out in different Aerosmith songs. Just, yeah, I've, I'm I surprised. when I met you. Dream on. Dream out, dude. It looks like a lady. I, I, that was the one I figured you were gonna go for first. Was dude looks like a lady. What do you gotta call me out for that? Take me to the other side. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we're the only podcast that brings up Ewan McGregor and then immediately starts talking about Lord of the Rings instead. So Aerosmith. Hey, Jaden, <laughs> you got your mama style, but you yesterday child. <laughs> Um, so they released some still images and a trailer, uh, and it looked honestly, I'm impressed with it. I love that they brought the, the duel of fate song from Phantom Menace back. Uh, that was the song from where him and Qui-Gon fought, fought Darth Maul. And then he chops him in half and kicks him down that, uh, big shaft or whatever. (laughs) So nice, smooth shaft equipped with two balls, one strike. Back in the era of awesome when, powers. uh movie soundtracks had uh, song titles that spoiled things that happened in the movie, 
where I remember the Phantom Menace soundtrack came out like two months before the movie, and one of the tracks is called Death of Qui-Gon Jinn. <laughs> You're like, I wonder what's going to happen here. Uh, it is, well, we know that he's in the sand. He's looking at Luke Skywalker like a big old creep with his little Star Wars binoculars. And he's like, bow, chicka, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that 70s porn music starts playing in the background, which I thought, which made me really think that we watched the wrong YouTube trailer. Honestly. Well, when you go to Pornhub to watch Star Wars, that's usually a cry for help there. That you're not going to get what you expect. The costumes are way different from what I, I remember in the movies. If we could watch the full Star Wars on Pornhub. The Force Awakens. <laughs> Do you think that there would be a full, a full version. two hour movie? Probably <laughs> of Star Wars. I'm looking it up right now. I'd be. It would be called like not. Not that I would have ever seen this, but it would be called like not Star Wars: The Force Awakens or something. Something along those lines. The first thing it said: rough, passionate sex, sexy Asian and muscular black bull. That man is not a bull. He's a human being. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'll. Honestly, am excited for this. That's a uh, hairy dude right there. <laughs> I'm looking it up. Maybe that's why they call him a bull. Or was, did he play for the Chicago Bulls? Oh, they do have something that says Star Wars. So close. I'm looking it up. It's thinking about it. We're going to have to fill some time. I'm waiting for it to yeah. load up. The fuckering. No, that's definitely <laughs> not it. Anyways, Obi-Wan Kenobi looking great. Ryan, I think that this next one, oh, we already talked about the unbearable weight of massive talent. This is not the movie I was expecting. April 22nd, Ra Ra. Wow. You, you stoked for that? You stoked to see some Nicolas Cage in high definition on the big silver screen? I am. That's not what the Mandalorian looks like. <laughs> what about Tom oh, Hanks wow. dressed up as Geppetto? Just the old curly headed fuck. He looks great as the old curly headed fuck. He definitely is giving off pedophile vibes and that he's made. He's a just trying to build a boy. Yeah, nothing weird about that. Being building a puppet. Well, like, if I we, wish you were a little boy. A real well, if we could talk boy. about it, we're just going back to Star Wars where Obi-Wan Kenobi was looking at what I can assume is Luke Skywalker uh, mounting the entrance to his little hut. Yeah. And, and he was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> look at me. I'm doing the throttle look i'm going fast uncle ben i'm here to tell you sorry (laughs) that the full star wars movie is not on anywhere that i can detect well you know what rara i'm I'm willing to bet that the internet is a big place (laughs) that lady is red (laughs) oh (laughs) but that whatever's on her face now is white (laughs) (laughs) well speaking of Things that they had to put on an actor's face to make them completely unrecognizable. <laughs> the Batman spinoff stalling Colin Farrell's Penguin is stalling. Getting a, stalling. Getting is getting a series order at HBO Max. So they've already given a straight to series order on the Penguin. Do you think uh, it has anything to do with the fact that this movie is done so well? Uh, I think that they announced this before the movie was even out, but it was executive produced by Matt Reeves, director of The Batman, uh, Dylan Clark, Colin Farrell, and Lauren LaFranche, who writes and serves as a showrunner. And The Penguin 
of course, I don't know if you knew this or not, was one of several villains to appear in the Batman. With news that Oswald Cobblepot is headlining his own HBO Max series. First, bless surfacing you. back in September, the Penguin, parentheses, working title, close parentheses. Later, officially confirmed a few months later in December, and it's joining Peacemaker and Titans as live action stories set in the DC universe on HBO Max. Um, if it's like Peacemaker, I think it'll be pretty good. If it's not like Peacemaker, wait and see. <laughs> You know what? As long as Penguin has a Peacemaker style intro sequence, I'm fine with it. <laughs> Are you? Are you for now? I am for now. Unless it sucks. And then I won't be fine. You know, like, no, fuck this. I longer. lied. Um, let's see what else we got here. Jake, I'm just going to go to the big news for myself. Um, the Ninja Turtles, the Cowabunga collection has 13 of the games. Some of them are repeat games that were on different systems, but it has everything like all the games that were like on the original Nintendo and Sega and uh, Super Nintendo. And, and my Game dick Boy. is hard and it is going to be coming out in uh, March 2022. And I'm going to buy it That's for forty nine ninety nine. That is this year. Or was it $39.99? I think it was $39.99. It could be $100. I'd buy it. I just recently bought a bunch of Ninja Turtle t-shirts. And I think I spent like $80 for four t-shirts. That's a, re- that's a reasonable amount for four shirts. Yeah, but that's unreasonable that a grown man would buy Ninja Turtle shirts. I mean, not who am I these not, days? Not unreasonable. This is the same man that has a Dale Earnhardt tattoo. I mean, yeah, I can't wait for your dad to touch it. Yeah. You think your dad will touch it and be like, God damn, I wish you were my son. Can I call you my son? Can I call you boy? The son I never knew I wanted. The not son like I wish other, I had. Not like this other man bun having failure. <laughs> or that other one who doesn't have a Dillard. That well, the fact one. the only failure part of you guys is the fact that you never got a Dillard heart tattoo. You never <laughs> so repped still, the dirty there's south. There's still time. There's still time to make up for it. Hey, get on it. I'm just saying the ma- the marriage, the wedding is eight months from now. So, dude, we, we can get them on our time. grundles. <laughs> That'll be a nice or like a tramp stamp. We should nice get Delonhart's signature on our lower backs. Have <laughs> and then would that be cool? Signature reprinted on all of our tuxedo rentals. And then we'd lose the security deposit. <laughs> I don't think I could have a child and have a Del Earnhardt tattoo on the back. Uh, my that that's really funny though, and something to think it's about. I idea. don't know. Let's continue that thought offline. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it's pulled me in. <laughs> and lastly, Willy Wonka, yeah, Timothy Chalamet. His uh, movie has been delayed. Oh, there's a bunch of movies been delayed. Warner Brothers Brothers has delayed Warner the Flash and Aquaman too. <laughs> Uh, Shazam 2, though, its release date was moved up. Black Adam's been delayed. So um, what we can say is Black or, uh, the League of Super Pets, which is that new cartoon movie for kids, comes out June 29th now. Uh, Black Adam is October 21st of 2022. Shazam is December 16th, 2022. Aquaman 2 is going to be March 2023. Um, June 23rd. 
2003 is going to be the Flash, which oh, is Flashpoint. They threw Flash all the way back to 2003 for that one. Yeah, 2023. Did I say 2003? Damn, <laughs> he, he went back. It was a Flashpoint. Well, he's fast and he can go back in time, I, I think. So he went back to 2003. And might as well have Ricky Bobby dro- play that surprise part. Surprise dropped this movie 21 years ago. Little did you know. Um, and then the Wonka movie you spoke of is December 15th, 2023. Um that's a lot of uh I'm bummed that Shazam's that far away. Yeah. Uh, as well as Aquaman. I think those are the two I'm most looking forward to. Black she, Adam, whatever, but I'll see it. You know? Shazam, I remember going to see it was around this time, I think. Uh, I thought it was like a couple of years ago. It was around I was around this time of year. Three years ago was what I was about to say. But oh. I just said around this time and then didn't give any other description of when that was or when this time was around. Turns out three years ago. Was it actually three years ago? Yeah, it was like spring 2019. Good God. Yeah. We remember like it was yesterday. <laughs> Fucking A. Absolutely. Yeah, it's been, makes a, me sad. been a long time coming. But Ryan, I think it's finally time for us to discuss the main course at hand. The main guy liner wearing course at hand. <laughs> We're of course talking about the Batman. Yules. Which I don't know if it's a good movie title or not. But I mean it's straightforward, tells what it is, and it hasn't been repeated before. Does not pull any punches. Or maybe it does. When it punches uh Gordon in the face. And he's, and he's said, like You could have pulled your punch. He's like, I, I did. did. <laughs> I did, motherfucker. Uh so first and foremost, right at the top, I just want to say that there was a lot of discussion about people being like Oh, Edward Cullen's going to be Batman. I think Robert Pattinson's a good actor. And I think that this movie definitely proved it. And he well, is- I think Lighthouse was the, one of the definitive things for people <laughs> enjoying this uh, ahead of time because yeah. they're like, oh, it could be good because he's done this movie. William fully, Defoe. fully 100% committed to this. And I think that this was one of the better Batman interpretations we've seen on screen. I know you may feel a little bit differently, but I feel like this is on par with maybe batman begins it's better than dark knight rises oh oh, i thought you were gonna say dark knight no it's like fuck you no i would i would never yeah (laughs) the the third one in the christopher nolan uh series was not that good it was a bad movie it was not that good. one of the rare bad nolan movies some would say looking at you tenant but yeah i I was like (laughs) (laughs) but he's got a new movie coming out soon yeah, I can't yes. wait to see what order that story's told in. I'm yeah, assuming yeah. chronological. I hope it's told well. <laughs> it's with a bunch of weird backwards boys running up or down a thing. Backwards boys. Um, so off the bat, I can tell you that Jake loved the movie um, because we spoke. And then we did. Uh, spoiler alert. We speak outside of this podcast. We did. We don't just stare at each other in solemn silence before we hit record on this. We might. There is some correspondence of us between us watching something and us sitting down to record this. Here's what we said in a text message. I sent Jake a text that said, what did you, what did you about Batman? What did you about Batman? I said, I about it. Love it. (laughs) I sent that and I was actually not drunk. And he said, I went and saw it yesterday, man. Fucking loved it. I said, it didn't hit me. I guess I was hoping for a little magic than as realistically uh, realistic slash grounded as it was. 
He's like, I thought it held up well against the Nolan trilogy without being quite as memorable. It was extremely down to earth, except for how much it fucking rained. And I was like, I noticed that. No wonder it flooded. He just said, ha ha, it was so dirty. So, in all caps, dirty and gross too. I do. I would capitalize things. They rained so much. And I understand Robert Pattinson's suit, the rain would collect in there. Yeah. So technically what you're saying is he could pee himself and no one would know the difference. All I'm saying is body soup. That is the dream. Body soup. I would love to be able to pee my pants and no one be able to tell the difference. Be like. The older I get, the harder it is. Everything smells like asparagus here. So we have no idea. And everything's wet. So we have no idea to tell if anyone's peed their pants or not. You know, I've seen those TV shows where it's like um, these amoebas or whatever. These parasites swim up your pee stream. Right. I don't know how that happens. I get it that there's a pee the stream. Little, it's all connected. Fish, but yeah. the, the little, flow was this way. I mean, you got to pee harder. Fish, yeah. Now they, they're attracted to it. They just swim right up you, that urethra. No, thank you. Yeah. What if exactly. you peed on top of it, but not in the water? Could it still so if swim you were up on the stream? Like the bank. Yeah. No. It couldn't happen. I'm not. It's not going to follow your pee stream out of the water into Who your, knows, man? Urethra. If it just did... Said, I think you've got some bigger problems than that. Oh, my God. What I if that could just happen at any time? Or some smaller problems. What we're saying is that there are zero urethra invasion, invasive species in Matt Reeves' The Batman. But yeah. we cannot say that. We can Full say circle. that with maybe Brought like it. a 97% certainty because at the end, Gotham Square Garden, which I love that it wasn't just Madison Square Garden because it's Gotham. I feel like it's a little on the nose. Got flooded. It and did. He was definitely dick deep in some potentially piranha infested water is all I'm going to say. He got dick down, dog. Yeah. But I don't want to spoil anything. But oh, we're going to spoil everything. No, we're going to do that in a minute for sure. But I you spoiled know, my pants. Initial impressions. I like this, even though I think that this, as far as a superhero movie, this is just about the exact opposite of what a Marvel movie is these days. It is bleak. It is dark. There have people wearing actual makeup. <laughs> you see Robert Pattinson putting it on. You get this sense that he, his his hair is like. You you get the sense that his version of Bruce Wayne like does not ever shower. go out in public or shower, have time to do anything else. Like you see him when he goes to the funeral and he doesn't know how to, he's the way that he positions his body. He's so emotionally awkward. He's a fucking like weird trust fund kid that you can tell that this is all he has been doing and all he knows how to do. And I, I liked the contrast between that and the Nolan, uh, the Nolan versions of Bruce Wayne where um, he's just out there pretending to be like Hugh Hefner flying on helicopters, going to charity stuff, going out to dinner with Harvey Dent and Rachel. And he's like, oh, we can put these two tables together. And they're like, I don't think you can do that. And he's like, I think we will because I own this restaurant. So why don't you suck a dick, Harvey Dent? Boom. <laughs> I bet you're not going to be Two-Faced later in this movie. But I bet you might be because that was your nickname. Uh, I liked the contrast of that where they're just like, no, like there's barely Bruce Wayne. There's basically just Batman. Yeah. And, and this... This whole city is a giant toilet 
and it is just it's so dark and grimy and damp and you really get the feeling that this is a bleak fucking place to live like even on the days the sunny days this is not a gotham city you it's want england. to be it's england <laughs> they film this in scotland close enough so another place where a giant toilet of a kind i'm just kidding another Probably. non-american person playing uh batman too yeah you got a brit and an irishman as uh two of your main characters yeah and then you had george clooney val kilmer and michael keaton yeah and adam west exactly so four for the americans Different two ones. for the other <laughs> for the rest of the world um i will say five things about this movie all right do not say six i will not i will say stop six. this recording if i hear not six. say six <laughs> catwoman i think this is probably one of the more freer options that a catwoman characters had zoe kravitz is great in this and she Absolutely. was and I think that they gave her a little more room to breathe than maybe they've given other actresses in that particular um, role. Um, and she's Ellen also Barry. she was uh, kick ass in it, too. Right. She can handle herself. Um, Gotham. I've seen this a lot. Feels like a um, like a character. What did it feel like comparison to Joker where it was just like, oh, there's garbage on the streets. I'm going to wear some big underpants and get in the freezer. What? You remember Joker? Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it was kind of in the same vein as that. It was very grounded like that, but I felt like... That didn't rain as much. It did felt, not. It felt more like New York. This felt more like Chicago if it was just Chicago shit all the time. <laughs> but I say that we spend a lot of time in the city um, that it becomes like a character. Like, you're constantly out in the streets. It isn't like sets where I feel like the Christopher Nolan one was more like sets and you were the in places. Streets are talking. Yeah. They're saying. The streets are talking and walking, baby. Um, I will say. the side piece in Old Bridge. Got the, something to see. The Riddler was fun, but I noticed a lot of Christopher Nolan Joker um, kind of similarities there, like the, the videos and stuff like that and trying to be theatrical, but it just didn't live up to Heath Ledger, right? So here's the thing I didn't like about the Riddler. Fucking hated his outfit. I thought he looked fucking ridiculous. I thought it was realistic. I He's wearing a fucking gimp mask with clear glasses. I thought that too. I was like, man, this guy's getting primed to get just, fucked. He literally went down to like lens crafters and then made a second stop at Adam and Eve and was just like, this is my super villain costume. It's green. Yeah. Um, it's definitely not. This is not like a universe where Jim Carrey could be. The not ruler. flashy at all. But also, I don't know if that was the grounded down to earth version that I would like either. Well, it helped to whenever at the end, whenever they got where, all the people where together, he had 50 people dress up like him where they all made the same two shopping trips to lens crafters and Adam and Eve. To <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we could put this together, man. I love this. Ensemble. Yeah. That's a, that's one of my potential issues I had with the, the third act in this, which I didn't like quite as much, but we'll, we'll get to that. But yeah. Um, what was your last point? Uh, two points. Oh, they're last um, two points. So I think the fighting, in this it was a little less clunky and a little more fluid yes um because there was like uh long shots of what was going on so i did appreciate that um the last thing i will say is what i said in the text message it just kind of lacked the magic like in the christopher nolan ones there was like all these like um possibilities for like electronics and like just gadgets gizmos and stuff like that kind of what like james bond brings to the table yeah that i kind of enjoyed and this was so grounded 
that I felt like for me, that was an issue that it wasn't as exciting or like, guess what's next? It was just kind of like, oh, well, anyway, I could do this. It's like kick ass in that way, but not as fun or as funny. I would say that in the Nolan Batman ones, it was almost like Christian Bale's superpower was money. Like his his money. And I love that. I love money. Just, I love capitalism. <laughs> I love capitalism. <laughs> and, well, his his superpower literally was money. And the fact that he you see him very clearly investing in technologies and technologies that seemed like they were maybe only a few years ahead of the time. Maybe like the uh, oh the Batman car in this one was very cool too. The Batman car in this one was cool, but it was almost like he just took like a Camaro and put a jet engine on the back of it. Where yeah. as in the so Dark Knight cool. trilogy, it was literally a fucking tank that he just painted black, and then it had a motorcycle <laughs> and, inside of it. Yeah, uh, and in here he just has a regular motorcycle that he rides around all of the time. Yeah, really, all the time, and no one calls him out on it. The big scene where he the first get the introduction to the Batmobile, where they're uh, infiltrated, they're like fighting down at the docks. And you see it's introduced like a fucking monster that's roaring up. And I think he stalls it like he I mean, like <laughs> comes up and yeah, pretty much he was begs like, uh, Penguin to like he was red. He was revving it, but he like it goes like he like stalled it where he was about to just run him over. And he just had to. Like, that was a cool scene, though. It was a cool chasing. scene. But what you didn't hear was where he goes. <laughs> oh, wait, there's three pedals. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I I don't know. It, I thought that the look of it was very cool. That the, car. The, I will agree that it's in Rocket this, League too. It <laughs> they have it now. It is in Rocket League. This Batman almost seems like they were trying to stay so true to life in a way that if there was a real Batman, he wouldn't be able to make a difference. <laughs> and you kind of see that in some in some of the fight scenes where. Especially, especially towards the end, where he does kind of get his ass kicked a couple times, and you're like, "Is this? Is he like fully ready for this? I mean, this oh. isn't an origin story, but he does say in the it's beginning, Batman year two. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I've been doing this for two years, and I'm real tired. And anyways, he uh, can take <laughs> shots too. Like his armor, he is on a bullet, his bulletproof. He is a bulletproof man, basically. But he does seem like he gets a little sometimes maybe or i think at the where he does the he takes the a shot of adrenaline or the epipen or whatever oh yeah it just boot. beats the shit out of that yeah. guy he talked to in the funeral <laughs> yeah i love i love that part but also that was one of the few moments where i was like oh that's actually a bit silly or like maybe they went a bit the movie was so grounded up to that point when you have those really over the Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. 
And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Top moments, they seem a little out of place. Maybe a little, maybe a little bit. Yeah. I just, <laughs> this movie was, for me, too long and not magical enough to top <laughs> the first two of the Nolans. Yeah. The third one, and that one had a little bit of magic because you got like some guy living in some random cave and like that's kind of like magical because that would never happen in real life. But at the same time, and it was not as good. But yeah, I will say that this was better than the third Nolan this movie. This is a very solid interpretation. And I, I think that if you're trying to compare different Batman, especially if you're going to say maybe just the last three that we've seen. Uh, compared to Christian Bale to Ben Affleck and now Robert Pattinson's version. I Christian Bale's the winner. like this version. The best? Not the best, but I, I like the interpretation that Batman is... I, we already talked about how Bruce Wayne, when he's not in the suit, he is a just a weird, awkward, rich kid. But I would argue his Batman is not that different. He's like big... He's physically like... He's tall, really tall and imposing, but you can tell in the interactions he has with the police, like they do not like him. Other they call than him a freak Commissioner too. Gordon. They're just like, why the fuck is this guy here? We don't like him. Like regular people are afraid of him. Like he was Commissioner Gordon. Uh, Jeffrey Wright. I felt like sometimes he overacted the part. He was like, what is this? He was like a wrestler. I was like, oh, damn. He did do that a couple times, didn't he? Where he's like, look at this crime scene. I didn't get that sense whenever he did uh, the What If show. I thought he did great. He has a great talking voice. Yeah, he does. Not taking that away from him, but he overacted it was some almost, of those bits. It was almost like Pattinson was a little more reserved and he felt like he had to to make up for, to fill that space a little bit. Like, oh yeah, yeah. brother! A little like, like Macho like, Man Randy Savage jumped a, into uh, his soul. Maybe a little bit. Gary, the Gary Oldman, Christian Bale dynamic, I, I did quite like. I liked that. A little more reserved, right? I like that. Well, they seem like they were friends. Here, it seems like Batman is like, okay, you're potentially maybe the only cop I can trust in this city. And they, they, I'm going to take advantage of that. (laughs) It feels like maybe they have that mutual kind of symbiotic relationship where I, I feel like Gordon doesn't really trust him either, but he feels like, okay, well, this is maybe he trusts him to some degree. he, He trusts him, but he also doesn't know anything about him. Well, yeah, he he says that. He's like, I don't know anything about you. I'm sure they'll break down that wall. I've only seen what you look like from the chin down. (laughs) And let me tell you, that penis is immaculate. Um, Didn't think it was necessary to mold that into the suit and then put a little bat on top of where the head was. But a nice little bit of craftsmanship, I have to admit. Real nice. I wish they put a John Deere sign on there somewhere. More time on that than any other part of the suit, it seems like. Mm -hmm. But that's okay. Yeah, it is okay. I like how he's got some camera contacts um, that he just wears around. He's like, "Hey, Catwoman, put these in your, put these in, and go to the secret club." <laughs> how did you feel about how much Alfred was in this uh, movie? Not versus, enough. Um, and do you think that Andy Serkis, in in some iterations of Batman, <laughs> he becomes the Joker, which we know he won't be in this one. 
but he has potential to be another villain, right? Uh, you wouldn't waste him just being like a straight character because I feel like Andy Serkis, he has the ability to be whatever he wants to be. He has a fantastic range as an actor and a motion cap actor. Um, but we did get a hint of a future Joker in this, didn't we? Yeah, it's the guy who played in the Eternals. He's an Irish actor. Um, we, so apparently there's can two I, scenes that were cut from the movie. But can at I the tell end, you for a moment, I legitimately thought that was Andrew Garfield for a second. Why? <laughs> it sounded like Andrew Garfield. He had like a New York accent. He stopped doing it. They're all doing not their own accents, though. Yeah, but Robert Pattinson's doing an American accent. He's British as fuck. I thought you could see like the side of the guy's Chelsea grin when you could see his teeth a little bit more from the side. Um, Apparently, um, there is a comic wherever the it's called jokes and riddles or whatever, wherever the Joker and Riddler get together and then they stop being friends and like they recruit different sides of the city and they they're going to war with each other but at the same time batman has to fight off both because they're coming at him as well as each other and um some people think that that's what they're gearing up for which would be cool because um at the end of this movie there's a bunch there's flooding so territories and gotham's <laughs> up for grabs because falcone has been shot and killed um by the end of this movie by the riddler and um you know, uh, it looks like Colin Farrell's penguin character is going to be more in the mix. Yeah. Though he doesn't look to be as formidable as he was like in like the Michael Keaton version. So I liked uh, Andy Serkis as Alfred. Honestly, how did you feel about John Turturro is uh, you underestimate Falcone? the sneakiness? <laughs> I felt like he did a really good job. He felt sleazy to me. Hey, he never took his sunglasses off, which I feel like he wears sunglasses at night, man. Contributed to that. I'm inside. I, I kind of like his acting. I've seen him in that uh, what Secret Window movie, and then like Big Daddy, and then he was in um, a ton of other things that I can't think of right now. But those two are the first ones come to mind. <laughs> a ton of other things, but Big Daddy was definitely the first one. Yeah, but Secret Window was a quick <laughs> second. Um, quick I thought he did a really good job. Um, I do like his acting. He's just sleazy enough, but also I feel like he's a really nice person. So I, I whatever. Um, I thought it's, he did a great job. But as for, as a mob boss, yeah, I think you need to have that element of friendliness and sleaziness at the same time, mm-hmm. or you're not a real Italian mob boss, you know? Because you fit the whole thing about family is a big thing. Family is a big thing. We've watched Jersey Shore. We Family's know things. A big thing. They love chicken cutlets. They love sitting together on Sunday night. They love family. They love conversing about family, about family business. They're one family mentioned away from from stealing DVD players and racing fast cars. And then in five movies, they'll be jumping a big ramp to the moon. Well, yeah, let's see you top that (laughs) fucking Jared Leno and Morbius. (laughs) Um, But I I think that the the cast of this is just Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman is so good in this. And she is so capable and smart. And just like with every other relationship that presumably Batman has, they have a, a mutual agreement to kind of work together but you can tell that there is not that element of trust but at the same time not as many sexual undertones though i mean they they kiss in one part once yeah but but i mean there isn't like oh well there won't they 
Because they do. I mean, it wasn't really like a, a back and forth sort of thing. You just kind of get the sense, the sense that both of these people are living multiple lives. They're very lonely and isolated and they have sort, they're kind of working together this one time to, to for something. Whereas every other time they may be working on different sides of the law. It's the best team up they've had in their, uh, in the movie. I bought this portrayals. so much more than the Christian Bale and um, Anne Hathaway and Hathaway version of uh, Batwoman, Batwoman, Batman and Catwoman, uh, where that just seemed a little bit far-fetched forced maybe where it was just like, Oh, well, you know, that was some, well, that's some because of the com- it's not the best one, man. Oh yeah. Well, they're just like, yeah. And some of the comics are together. So yeah, but of course they're together. And, and there's, there wasn't that chemistry or here you feel that like the first time that he looks at her, you can tell that he's just like, I've literally been dressing up like a bat and punching people in the for rain at least a year or two. for two years. And this is potentially the first like time I've ever stopped and thought about something else other than that. And you, and in no ways is he just like, yo, I'm going to have sex with Zoe Kravitz and while the city burns right, to, to right. the ground. <laughs> but you get the sense that there's just that little glimpse into the character where like, he's just like, for the first time in a while, he's like, oh, something else. And that's, something that it's so simple, but you're just like, I get that. Like, I understand what both of these characters are and what they're, what they're about in, in little moments like that without it being an over the top kind of thing. This movie uh, movie was more about mafia than it was about the Riddler. I feel like the Riddler (laughs) brought everything to into the light, but at the same time, it's really more about mafia. I thought the Riddler was fucking lame at this if i'm honest i thought initially he was His cool q anon people were more interesting than anything he did where he thought that he was working with batman but he's turns out he was I'm just gonna, an orphan it was all sad because t- baby died choose my words very carefully here no just give it spill the beans autism the is his superpower wow and that is it Paul, wow. the way that Paul Dano plays it, it he's just this. He's I. It, I don't want to. He's say disconnected, it like he's leaning into some kind of stereotype, but he's definitely disconnected from reality. Where and I, you really get the, when they had that face off, that Dark Knight style face off in jail, where there's the the wall between him at first, uh-huh, and they fucking make out. It bothered me that fucking Robert Pattinson kept punching on the walls. I was like, you were free. You could like crawl up in the ceiling and like run over there and beat him up. You don't have to punch What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm going to punch this window. Did you think that he knew his identity when he said that? Bruce Wayne? Yes. Multiple times? Well, I would assume that he did at that point. He's like, at the very end, he's like, we didn't get him, did we? He's the only one we didn't get in the city where I said I was going to put tape on their face and then do a, do a Joker style video. I mean, possibly video but for the first time, Robert but, Pattinson looked at the, the camera and they zoomed into the camera to say, Hey, we're recording this event. Um, it wasn't like up until this point, he was not away. Not, I aware. think they knew who he was. I don't think he did. Well, in one scene, whatever they're looking at like camera and like, Oh God. <laughs> so the microphone turns out it did pick that up it did in fact <laughs> anyways poor little dog 
That tick that TikTok where that one dog was playing fetch and the other one was getting swept away by the current. Tiny little wiener dog. Well, I don't think it was a wiener dog, but it was just it a, like a tiny little beagle, dog. maybe. Yeah, that yeah, that's probably right. Yeah. A short legged beagle. Poor thing. Uh, poor poor thing. But speaking of other animals, Batman. Uh <laughs> so yeah, they definitely knew that. Uh I think that they knew that um the Riddler knew who he was. Because whenever they went into the the uh, detectives went into the Riddler's room or whatever. And it was like, I know who you are. And it's got like Batman and stuff. And Batman's like, Oh God, he's going to know who I am. And my identity is And he's got like a picture of Bruce Wayne, but I never saw the classic, like red string of yarn where he, they were, they had like just like a picture of Batman and then like a 40 like strands coming off of it and be like, is it commissioner Gordon? Is it me? Is it Bruce Wayne? You mean like, like the it, investigation from yes, Jersey Shore? Yes. Is it Angeliners? Angeliners? Is, it, um, is it the side piece from Old Bridge? Oh, who God. Is the, the Nuggets! Real, who is the Batman? <laughs> yeah, I uh, just felt like uh, they knew. Um, I, I feel like he didn't. I feel like the way that he was introducing himself, he felt like he, and he was... He, had deluded himself to thinking that he was working with Batman. And he was like, Oh, you didn't know. Uh, like, so here's this, was like, the what? whole third act I felt was not alluded to where he's like, Oh, you're not going to know what's going to happen. And this, I felt like they sniped from dark Knight, where they have the two boats and the bombs are on the two ferries or whatever. Well, this where they where he pulls up the carpet and there's like the seawalls and the bombs and stuff. Oh, what about the, the interrogation? That's <laughs> devil. Like yeah, Batman. <laughs> those are two big sequences. What about the they... sniping thing? Whenever he shot like. Okay, um, so there's three big things that they bar. <laughs> I thought, and then there okay, was something else. And the fact that, that Batman suit is black. There's four things. Oh no, no, there was something else. Oh, the um, uh, whenever he talks in the camera, he's like, it's like ah yeah okay yeah <laughs> yeah i thought those things were kind of borrowed there they definitely leaned into that a little bit hard but this was that i felt like in dark knight there was a build-up to that up to this point riddler had killed rich people specifically and made videos about it there was never any indication he maybe had not so much rich people as people are in high positions people in positions of power maybe yeah. i should say P- power and influence the mayor the uh was it the DA he killed next? Yeah, it was like the chief who no, was like, was hey, going after freak, Bruce get out Wayne. of here. And yeah. So the the problem I had with the whole third act was that the whole planting bombs on the seawall, it was like, first off, you didn't mention there was a seawall at any point. So we're like, okay. Surprise, motherfucker. So when they said that, we're like, okay, why do we care about that? And there's like, oh, there's a bomb. And if it goes off, the city's gonna flood. And they're like, Okay, we, we've never really established that was a problem. We know it rains here all the time, but places, literally, like all the time, it's like we're in fucking under, England. Place isn't underwater, so maybe not that big a deal. <laughs> but um, it, it felt like in, in Dark Knight when they did that, we know that that character was capable of orchestrating stuff like that. And the fact that he had already done multiple orchestrations of you go here, you go here, you're chasing people that have bombs attached to them, and it's a choice. The Riddler, he was like, I've killed some people. I wrote on some birthday cards. There's never 
there, there wasn't any indication in that character that, oh, I have this capability where I've put seven bombs at strategic points around the city that are going to flood it. And that was the thing where it was like, what? <laughs> like, what did he do for a living? Did we get any kind of like, he was he, just an extremist, right? He was an accountant. Was he an accountant? Yeah, because they're like, oh, it's this guy and he's an accountant at this place. And it's like, all right. Boring. Cool. <laughs> Not as like, cool as the Riddler in the Nolan version, <laughs> which we could assume is the accountant. Yeah. An accountant at a cool place. Bruce Wayne. Like, like Google or something. <laughs> yeah. I uh, just, I it didn't, it just seemed like a crazy person. It, seemed, it was more realistic and he had followers on like Instagram and so social this media. This is the part that's potentially more, frighteningly more realistic is that this lunatic has a online cult following <laughs> maybe it was re- kind of similar to like the the uh, attack on the capitol they're QAnons. Was, that's what the, that's what yeah. these people are they're they're QAnons where they all extremists where warner brothers has clearly bought one too many riddler costumes and then they had an idea for the climax of this where they thought him being in jail already wasn't enough so they had to be like well batman's got to punch somebody at the end of this movie or it's not that's not it's not a real climax worth it uh, so he fights a bunch of random Riddler followers and the guy that he spoke to at the funeral where he's like, fuck them rich people. And Bruce Wayne's like, yeah, maybe that's also away. a problem for me, too. <laughs> there wasn't like the payoff because yeah. we already you- had the villain like right before the very end and we never really got to fight him or anything. I had to look that up who that guy was. Paul Dano? No, the guy that he takes the mask off. Oh, like, yeah. You didn't realize? Yeah. I was like, oh. The guy from the funeral be like, yeah. no, he just looks like a random white dude. Well, he had his hair in like a net or something like that. Exactly. So you're just like, who, who is this? Yeah. It <laughs> kind of like threw you off. But at the same it's time, the, I think when you take a mask off a character, it's like the big reveal is it's supposed to be someone you recognize or remember. Mm-hmm. Not that one guy that I talked to at a funeral two hours ago. Be like, yeah. oh, you're that guy. It's like. Who fucking cares? There's too much realism to it. Like you would go after the big fish and be able to catch him. But his um, ideas may be floating a little bit longer than he is to somebody who you may have met like in the past. But it's like very insignificant in comparison. And I think that while maybe realistic at the same time, just didn't do it any justice. And that's kind of some of the stuff that I had to gripe with. That and the magic, I just really love the Christopher Nolan ones, wherever it's like, oh shit, so he knows, like, uh, Ra's al Ghul shows up and he's like in his hood and he's yeah. got all these ninjas and Batman has to fight his way through that. That didn't happen in real life. The ma- the magic is technology and maybe influence. We just in came that. off Spider-Man, wherever you get all this magic and people fucking love that. Whereas, yeah, in Marvel, there's actual magic and actual technology where the technology is basically magic. Like Tony, in the later movies, the Stark tech is just magic. Basically. Well, DC has that. <laughs> like, you know, they have Aquaman and he they have Shazam, Superman. Where he Shazam. talks to a fucking wizard and gets superpowers. <laughs> this one is a little more grounded and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just not my cup of tea because I enjoy magic. I have more of a kid You'd, mindset in what I enjoy. They're almost, I feel like this, I, while I did enjoy this, I understand your point where they almost went be like, this is so real world that you almost feel like a hero is insignificant. Yeah. Like he wouldn't act if he was like just a normal dude, even if he had money. 
he's still out there himself, like just punching people at the end of the day. And you feel like he's going to lose at some point because he's just one guy doing this. Right. But I mean, like, (laughs) I really love the movie Kick-Ass, the first one. And I loved that one. And there was still magic because Hit Girl and Big Daddy were both very like crazy people. But it's at really the same time, like it is. You got Big Daddy Nick Cage. Oh, God damn. <laughs> so hot. But uh, I just <laughs> like the humor to that, too. It was like a dark kind of humor, um, which kind of helped that particular kind of genre yeah. where it was more realistic, but that broke it up a little bit. And then you had the magic. So this, this is just all like straight to the point and very bleak and sense of humor at all. There's maybe one kind of joke. And that was what we already said, where he punches Gordon and he's like, you could have pulled your punches. He's like, I did. The only time we saw Batman run, because Batman just walks the whole time. Right. He's like Darth Vader. He just, he's very like, he's menacing, but he does not run. Even whenever he, he walks away from Alfred in yeah. his regular people clothes. Um, one thing I will <laughs> say is I did enjoy the contact that recorded everything. I thought that was a cool piece of technology. That was a cool piece of tech. That's the only like thing. That's the only piece in this where you could be like, well, that's not real. Well, That's, they they revisited multiple times. Too. Yeah, where he has uh, Catwoman wears them when she goes and be like, or oh, when she's trying to dad. get in touch with them. That's my dad, I think. Oh, uh, <laughs> and he had like that fucking squirrel suit whenever he ran to the top. Like, yeah, yeah, another one where it didn't work very well, and he ate shit he did he hit that ground so fucking hard and maybe that's a little bit of a bummer to me too where he should have like not aimed for the bridge overpass or the top of it because he hung up on it and he just his ass got dragged all over the pavement Oh, that looked like it hurt, but he was going like 150 miles an hour. I mean, yeah, he was zooming through those buildings. booking it through there and just came to an abrupt fucking stop. It was was kind of funny to to watch. Um, I also liked, um, so the first time that we see Batman in his full form is where he fights like this gang who's giving this guy a hard time. But it also was like, Batman has influenced enough of the city to be like, is he hiding in the shadows and stuff like that, which I thought was cool Um, where everyone's a little bit. And even like the regular people, like when he beats up those guys, the the guy that he was saving was like, don't hurt me. He's unsure. He doesn't say anything. He's just like, and just like walks back in the shadows. Yeah. It's a, it's an interesting the it's, cape also makes him look bigger, right? Yes. You can't see the back of him, so you don't know how to judge how big he is. I thought about that, too. I was like, he looks way bigger. But then whenever you see him in regular person thing, which Robert Pattinson clearly had worked out for this. Yeah, he's, he's, he's pretty tall, I feel like, in, in real life. Why did he draw all over the floor? Uh, I, that was not that was a very much like a Sherlock Holmes style thing. So in the, I was like, who's draws all over their floor? The Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes. He does that in both movies and it was completely unnecessary. Yeah, and that's really what that reminded me of. I was just like, yeah, this is this is not legit where he's like the sins of my father question mark. And he's like, what my father? father do oh and did he have a, a reporter murdered um jim gordon whenever they're talking about bringing the rat delight what does that mean rata delata and they i said that multiple times and the penguin's like that's the worst spanish i've ever heard he does but i love how like uh commissioner gordon is like what does that mean and you're like 
you're a fucking detective. I can figure that out. What do you think? I think that the role was played so dumb. I was like, come on, man. You know what that means. You do get the feeling that neither Batman or Gordon are that good at their jobs yet. Like they, they, he's been doing that for years. Gordon has. It doesn't. He's not been like the commissioner for a long time. Yeah, but I mean, he's been a human being, not an idiot. <laughs> no, he doesn't speak Spanish. He doesn't. Oh God, he doesn't with understand. With wings, what do you mean? You're standing next to a fucking a Batman. Bat. Yeah, <laughs> they're like a rat with wings. What's an animal with wings that that has Bring most the of the letters away. of rat? Maybe if you switch the R with a B. A bat? What is the, what the fuck does that mean in this city where I'm standing next to the Batman? Which I don't think they actually say in this movie. The Batman. They, they don't say call him Batman out. or call him Batman. Another funny part about this movie was the thumb drive. I did. That was another potentially which a joke where he's like he just looks at him and goes huh, thumb drive. They cut off somebody's thumb and then put it on a USB, on drive. USB stick. Yeah, and they're like. Huh thumb drive and then they opened it up and all the uh information about this particular person went to all these publications he was like whoa what is going commissioner gordon was really dumb yeah, in the this. fucking just pictures of the mayor and jeffrey epstein hanging out on yeah the- like oh there's bill gates too <laughs> like some of it was like stupid overplayed on and i don't think that this is the guy that played commissioner gordon's fault i feel like yeah I, it was I, overplayed though he, it almost was like he felt like they he was overcompensating for what Robert and it felt like they were not in two different movies, but they were not quite in sync with what they were trying to do, where maybe uh, Pattinson was a, a little bit more reserved as Batman. And so he felt like he needed to kind of to make up that difference a little bit with some of the stuff he was doing. Some of it yeah. felt like wrestler to me. Like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Ratatolata. Rat with wings, stool pigeon. What, what the fuck? I bet that's not talking about the Batman. I did just do finger guns, by the you way. But- <laughs> um, the only time we saw any kind of emotion from Robert Pattinson was whenever Alfred had his knocked his tr- guy liner over and it spilled everywhere. And he's like, yeah, yeah Adrian. <laughs> no, whenever he's talking to. Uh, um, uh, he did say, you're Alfred. not my dad. Oh, yeah. Get- <laughs> Which I was like. All right, like that. Yeah, and that one. Uh, You're not my song, real dad. <laughs> Nirvana, that one song that plays, which is a really good song, is from but their they first do use second it a album. lot. They do, and they <laughs> it, they use the vocals in it, and then eventually they just kind of move it to more orchestral or maybe like a piano version that's a little slow and menacing. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's cool. But they kind of played that out. Um, I don't know how I felt about Robert Pattinson's. Um, narration over it either i didn't think it was necessary it felt it felt overdone i was like yeah i get it you're dark and brooding like good job so narration like that it can be a really effective tool or it can be extremely out of place depending on how you use it and the fact that they use it at the very beginning of the movie and and at the very end and nothing in between was is what makes it out of place yeah (laughs) if that were a running theme it would re- it would make more sense for somebody who's very quiet and right. just thinks to themselves. It, it, it's like you're either hearing his thoughts or he's writing these journals down, which you see him writing down in a journal where he's like, which this is weird. Day, this time, 
but also it leans hello proof it leans into like the whole like 1940s detective thing that they're trying to be like oh batman where they're like oh batman is a detective and he punches people and that kind of like that's the it seemed like that was the kind of aesthetic that they wanted to kind of remind people of but and there's a, a lot of those old detective movies have that narration in it but that's a thing that happens throughout. It's not something that you do in the first five minutes in the last 30 seconds. And when you when you do it like that, it seems super out of place. Especially when the movie's three hours long. Which, yeah. By the way, so it's too long for this movie. You've already forgotten that that's happened at the beginning by the time that the ending narration goes where he's like, November fucking whatever day the city's underwater. But I hugged a little girl and now it looks like I'm a symbol of hope for the city. We'll, well see Riddler what was, happens. Riddler's in jail. I bet there's no Joker going around. <laughs> well, Riddler was doing that, too. And it felt like they were kind of making like a parallel between the two. But at the same time, I'm like, if you're smart enough, as you claim to be, why would you create more evidence? He Riddler's just a fucking idiot in this well Batman's an idiot too for doing that <laughs> he never makes an appearance anywhere and he's his funds are drying up and he's like no nah, this is my contribute my what I contribute to the the city is me going out and saving the day but then they're like yeah your funds are drying up motherfucker how are you gonna afford to pay for all this shit and he's like oh whatever I don't care I don't you're not real dead Alfred yeah Just shut mm. up you, do you even Batcave really had bats in it Batcave really had. I like that the Batcave was an abandoned subway terminal right in the middle of the city. Yep. <laughs> that he just. No rides, one will ever find he that. He rides his motorcycle down a flight of steps and he's like, here's the Batcave. <laughs> I want to see him. I w- so you see the shot of him taking the um, the motorcycle down that flight of steps. What I want to see in the next movie. The car. Is the car going up that flight of steps? <laughs> it's so fun. it's so wide. Just kind of like doing a three point road turn where you have to go around. I love to see him doing the maintenance on that car after going through all that shit. Like surely he doesn't know how to do it's that. It's just a regular. Like when he goes to the funeral, he's just driving like a. Um, it's like a, I don't know what the make of the car is, but it's it's like from the seventies or whatever. It's well, not what a, does he do with the? Uh, so at this one is point, why, like the, when we were seeing like little bits and pieces, I thought that this movie was a period piece. Like it was, oh, this is Batman set in like the nineteen seventies or whatever. Yeah, I remember you saying that back yeah. in the day. <laughs> um, with a motorcycle and stuff too, like it looks like an old motorcycle. Well, whenever he's not him driving Cat- a Suzuki Katana around the city, whenever him and Catwoman <laughs> are driving together are riding their motorcycles after she tries to break in and do some shit um not that um there was a time whenever she tries to break in to some guy was murdered and go through his um his safe to get a passport for a friend and um they ride motorcycles out every time we saw batman he was besides the end he was wearing like a hat and like um like a gator (laughs) mask right and like his cape was off and stuff and I was just like, is that what happened whenever he was riding with her, like to her house? Because I'm like, you will stick out like a sore thumb. OK, this is New York City, right? Let's or just pretend. Chicago. Dirty. Chicago. It's like New York City and Chicago. Mixed OK, together. And the city's never sleeps. So somebody's bound to see you and bound to follow you at some point and be like, oh, this house where this lady lives. He did that. Where was it? when he was in the uh, the club? when he was up in the club and yeah. he was shutting the power off. He just like had like a black hat on. <laughs> he was just had like a black baseball cap and a hoodie. And it was like, yeah. 
I'm Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm shutting the power off in here. Which I thought was kind of cool because he did what Tom Holland couldn't in Uncharted, where he successfully cut the power off to the building. Oh yeah, well he kind of <laughs> did. He had to jump on some things. Uh, he just broke one light. That's not the same thing. But, but I, I thought it was funny whenever um, he goes and talks to the off-brand Matt Damon twins <laughs> as Batman versus <laughs> love that. versus uh, being Bruce Wayne. Because whenever Bruce Wayne steps in, they're like, "Oh shit." Let him in. Go talk to right, the boss. Right, but when he's Batman, they're like, like, no, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> Pretty much. And they did say fuck in this one time. Right. Very early on. They're like, this fucking freak. Batman. Yeah. yeah it was freak. the second guy got murdered. Yeah. I'm surprised. That they, I guess it was P, Was it PG-13? It was PG-13. Yeah. yeah. You they, get one fuck. Really surprised they blew their load that early because I would have loved to have seen like Batman just punch the Riddler 40,000 times and then go fuck this nerd <laughs> uh, you know they are very protective of batman i think there was some stuff in peacemaker that they wanted to say about batman because you know peacemaker makes up all these lies about right. the characters but he, they could only say them about aquaman yeah and like wonder woman definitely the uh, jason momo is definitely the person i'd want to call a fish fucker yeah to his face you know i feel like he's got a good sense of humor but well he, he's batman. john cena so was he gonna fight john cena like <laughs> he might but batman and uh spider-man i feel like they're untouchables right those are like marvel's big character and that's dc's big character yeah i guess superman kind of falls on it I, that batman is a little more gritty but you always get this sense that he ultimately airs on the side of good even though it looks like maybe he's flirting with that darker side superman is like a boy scout with a cape and i feel like they can't do that's the reason why superman movies i feel like are not that interesting is that he's so good and potentially so overpowered that it's like what do you do with that in an interesting way like batman you have more flexibility because he doesn't have superpowers his superpower is money and resources who doesn't and love intelligence <laughs> um which and a lot of this they really try to pair back they they don't shy away from being like bruce wayne got a lot of money but he also doesn't have infinite money either so you know there's and, there's that but. and like what is he doing no one ever sees him no one ever suspects him of being batman <laughs> batman showing up this Honest, guy just shows up randomly this awkward guy that hasn't shaved in five days and you see batman and he's also equally as awkward hasn't shaved in five days like his chin is the same chin it's just that same exactly chin is out there and you're just like nobody ever seems to make that and unless Bruce Wayne just nobody ever sees him in public. And I feel I guess that's maybe the explanation. And that's maybe the difference between this and Nolan, where he's like, Oh, Bruce Wayne is a public figure. And this one he's just no, he's just this weird fucking like billionaire kid that inherited money that he just like no one ever really sees him. He doesn't really do anything. Well, let's and- talk about <laughs> how real this is. But at the same time, there's a scene where a guy blows up right in his face. Oh, and he just and he happens. just gets up. How he's knocked the out, scene and where no one Alfred took blows up, and you think he's dead. Oh, he but, threw it though. He threw it. At least it's, ah, yeah, there's yeah. shrapnel. He threw it because he's a butler that trained. I would have thrown it British out the window. Forces, yeah. So that's maybe the only other than him making out with Zoe Kravitz for a little bit. That's the only like real human side that you get to he gets character. blown up and he doesn't have a scratch <laughs> on his face but he was sad that alfred almost died 
Man. Because he was like, Alfred, I'm glad you're not dead, but you fucking lied to me. And he's You're like, not my father. And then he's like, your dad didn't get anyone killed. He, he told the mob boss and then he did it. And he was like, that's fucked up, man. Anyways, your dad was a good guy <laughs> when he was running for mayor. Um, but at the end of the day, what I'm saying is this movie is a zero out of 10 because I did not get to see Bruce and Martha Wayne killed. I did not get to see her pearl necklace gets shattered on the ground in slow motion. No, zero out of 10. It's not a Batman movie. If that didn't happen. So (laughs) every movie, or at least the start of it It must happen in every movie and in Joker for some fucking reason. That did happen to Joker. (laughs) Um, do you suspect that we will see Joker in here at some point? Uh, Yes. The fact that you saw him in this one, which I didn't think was completely necessary. Well, they said that they may not tap him for that, that he just exists in this world. It would make right. sense that they would add Joker and they would push hard for the Joker. Fact that you put him in the first one and be like, we'll wait for the sequel. And or, then there's no Joker and people are going to be bad. About well, I've that. heard they were thinking about Mr. Freeze, um, but kind of grounding him where he's not. I don't know how they would he's do that. He's just but. Arnold Schwarzenegger and nothing oh, God. else. Nothing else about him. Pull the trap He's just Arnold Schwarzenegger wearing a blue shirt. <laughs> like, I'm just thinking of like, that's what his, other. That's how grounded this is. What other characters would you have? Like, okay, you could do Two-Face and his face gets a little fucked up because it gets acid on it or something like that. Um, You've done Riddler. You couldn't really do the croc. You couldn't do the guy that had the dummy. You could do uh, maybe another shot at Bane. Yeah, Bane is uh, potential. Uh, you'd have to make it a he little more realistic. Be, he could be a wrestler. Could Because that's be. what he was in the comics originally. Yeah. And he's like he a, was luchador. a luchador. Yeah, luchador. Um, and you've already got Penguin. So I feel like Penguin. So there's always. So for this movie, I feel like there was like a, a, a high line, a line of like mafia. And then you had like the classic like um, characters who we grew up with like the Riddler and like they were kind of intermittent in this movie. Mafia was like the strong line that went through the whole movie. Yeah. You always got the sense that even though there's bad stuff happening in weird people, that the mafia is kind of behind most of the problems of the city. (laughs) Yeah. You got that with the Nolan movies, but I think that they concentrate on the actual like villain that you wanted to see more. The Joker where he's got to compete with the mafia and then they're scared of him. Yeah, or they, or Bane. Originally, they Bane. like they ask him for help because they're kind of getting they're feeling the pressure, mm-hmm. and so they turn to the Joker, and that's the classic line where they and their death. You pummel these people to desperation, and their desperation Scarecrow would be cool too. They turn to a person they didn't really understand, and so Scarecrow would be a cool one too. I, I did feel like with yeah, this really felt like they took a lot from. Batman Begins and Dark Knight. And we're like, well, what if we did that? But a little bit different. I I enjoyed this movie. I think it is good. And I do think it holds up to those um, ones in the Nolan trilogy. But there are some definite things we've seen before. Same with like Spider-Man. Same with any character that you've seen four incarnations well, of in the last 15 years. The will, right? You just take a different kind of uh, They took a different approach. They're like, okay, well, we're doing Batman, but we're really trying to imagine what if Batman real life. And they they kind of went from there. (laughs) Well, I think they kind of went. They upped the grit. There's so, there's four times the amount of grit. Well, you think with like the Tim Burton ones and like the subsequent ones after that, 
it was more like cartoony and comic booky. Very much so. And then you get to like the Christopher Nolan ones. Those are kind of like in for me, like the best of both worlds where it was a little bit like magic. But at the same time, it was we a had little like bit- a whole Kung Fu movie subplot mixed in with Batman Begins. Yeah. Fucking cool. Yeah, with Kung Fu, everyone knows magical, basically, to Western audiences. We don't understand that. We, we had like the Joker arts. come out of nowhere and he was just like a nobody. Yeah, nobody, but they wore purple suits. And he always f- found his way into wherever the action was. And um, this one didn't have that. I feel like, you know, we were kind of coming down from the um, Michael Keaton version. And when we got to the Nolan version of Batman, that's kind of like a good mix. And now we've gotten to the bottom right now with the Robert Pattinson, Matt Reeves one, a little more realistic. And I think that's something that just didn't jive with me. Yeah. Don't think that's a bad movie. A little too long. Maybe just not for you in the way that it, it just, it. yeah, I think maybe even maybe Marvel has kind of ruined me because I've seen so many of their movies <laughs> over and over again. There's always like this element of like, Oh, that's not realis- realistic. Like a uh, uh, daredevil. Like there's this blind guy who can sense things and he's good at it. I will say that that is maybe the part where I can give DC props is that as much as we talk about Marvel on this and enjoy a lot of the stuff that they do, there is a definite formula they have. Oh yeah, for and sure. For in sure. their movies and TV shows, there is a formula and a tone and you know more or less what you're going to expect. There's nothing that we've seen so far that really blows your mind. Cuz you more or less know where it's going to go. But DC, they're okay. so disconnected at this point with because they've realized they cannot build that connected universe in the same sort well, of Well, they're going to try to do that with Flashpoint, which oh, is going to be no. like a reset. <laughs> so they can kind of keep everybody together. that's a good idea or not. But it, they're disconnected enough that they have the freedom that every single character and movie can have its own tone and be like, well, this is a little more fan. Here's a fucking guy that can talk to fish and live underwater. He fucks well, them too. Here, he fucks him too. Here's a guy that just beats p- people up and doesn't care, doesn't have a day job. Like it, 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 it really is kind of the opposite sides of that coin where they don't have a set formula and they don't really know what to do with each of these characters in a live action movie. And I think that's interesting. It can be played to their strengths and maybe their detriments. But they definitely do not have this interconnected universe in the same way Marvel does, which is good and bad sometimes compared to some of these movies. What did you think about the Joker at the end? It (laughs) was like a post credit scene, but necessary. (laughs) Didn't think it was necessary either. I I was interested in the main movie. So we're like, I I get it. Like, I get it. (laughs) It was just kind of like an Easter egg. It was just kind of like a bunch of idiots laughing yeah i would be interested to see you can't really see much about him i want to say that you could see his teeth more like through the little slot or whatever and his hair was very like disheveled um it'd be interesting to see how they ground that particular character just and make him sadistic (laughs) yeah i I, think that was the perfect way of doing it but i just don't think you can beat heath ledger and i think I thought to myself as I drove home after watching the movie, I was like, I is it too soon? I Jared Leto in the no. neck. 
I was like, is it too soon to do like a Joker movie or a Joker in like a, a movie? And granted, Jared Leto, but I don't really count him. And it was like Joaquin Phoenix, but that was kind of his own thing again. So yeah, I'm I'm th- guess I'm thinking more of like in a Batman movie, like a legit Batman movie. And I was like, I just felt too soon. But then I'm like, is it just because of how old I was and where I was? Um, you know, because you maybe you hold things in higher regard because you know that's where you were and so many people beat it into your brain like this is the best this is a classic this is absolutely yeah and you just can't ever top it and i just wonder i i could go without seeing joker i know he's going to make an appearance at some point in time but i feel like you don't you don't need him right now i don't think in a sequel you would really i think you could kind of take the the reins off him a little bit in the second one and at the end he's like going to take power and then the third movie you kind of give it that's, more to him that's what i that's the way i would do it and i think that's if christopher nolan could do it again maybe and if heath ledger obviously was still alive maybe they would have went that direction oh i think where you get a little would. a little joker in the second one and then that is your cap to a trilogy maybe is it never Batman really explained what happened to him he just got held upside down and then yeah you know, cops come for him yeah the guy he got he was arrested. always smarter than that though yeah. well you know that's that's the kind of thing where i feel like if they are planning to do three movies which let's face it probably that's what's going to happen unless they if break they, the third one in two if movies. they do a second one they'll probably do a third slash maybe oh they're definitely fourth. doing a second one yeah. they are definitely doing a second one but Money I, talks. I, I kind of feel like the joker is a villain for the cap to the cap off a trilogy rather than be in the middle of it and though probably you know the best like, movie in the nolan trilogy was the second one which but I'm to, more of a fan for the first one, yeah. but you know, but if you were planning that out from the beginning, all perfect situation where everybody's alive and you would be like, okay, well definitely we want to have the Joker in the, the climax of a trilogy. We don't want to have fucking Bane and then Raz Al Ghul's daughter come back. Yeah. And be- <laughs> that I just don't understand. And then they did it further in the future too. Yeah. And it, it just wasn't it. Yeah. <laughs> We had a time jump of eight years or yeah. something. This movie makes me just want to go back and watch the first two and just really appreciate them a little bit more because that was something special. Fuck, those were good. They those were so good. Movies. And, <laughs> and they're back to back and that is something special. Yeah, this movie's great, but it's not as great. And I don't think it holds a candle to the first two Batman movies. Definitely not the second one. First one, maybe, because I felt like that was a little more realistic. But Heath Ledger, we can all appreciate what he did. Absolutely. Uh, if you had to give this an out of 10, where do you think you'd land? I'm going to go seven. You were kind of negative about it. So I'm surprised that you put it that high. I'm saying this is an eight out of 10 for me. Oh, really? I thought yeah. you'd give it like a nine or 10. I was more positive. And I was like, yeah, one point higher. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, I feel like there's a lot of things to grow on. If we're talking about the dark night, that's like an 11 out of 10, honestly. Oh yeah. But <laughs> yeah. And it, I would put Batman begins is probably a nine, nine and a half 10. or a 10 out of 10. Yeah, totally. I would say that, uh, the third Batman out of that trilogy like is probably six. six. Yeah. Yeah. There was some good parts to it. it I think this was better than that, but at the same time, yeah, that's it's, Batman. You can't go wrong with that's Batman. That's where right? I put it. When I mean on par, I don't mean it's better than, I mean, it's not significantly worse than, <laughs> let me ask you so, this. Would you go back and watch this movie in its entirety? Uh, More than twice. No. 
So I would you watch think, it. I'd watch it again, but I'm not going to do like the Dark Knight where I watch it once a year. Right. I, I think this. Yeah, I don't think I'd I watch think that this speaks volumes for it because I just don't think every scene was like a scene that you could hang on. I in some of that, it's I do slow. feel like. Do they come up with a sequel that's better? And I feel like revisiting that more often. Where if they were kind of the same thing in the Nolan trilogy, Batman Begins, I liked, but also Dark Knight fucking knocked it out of the park. And that's the one that everyone remembered. And that's going to be the end all beat all Batman movie for a long time. It's hard to be a middle movie in a trilogy and be the memorable one. Because (laughs) mostly sequels suck. Yeah. Typically sequels suck and trilogies often, they kind of get a little worse the more they make them. flat. yeah, to have the middle one be the one that people remember for the most part and talk about, you know, 15 years later. Yeah, that's a big deal. Even so, the intro, um, which I thought I can't remember the intro for this movie, but I remember thinking it was just Riddler outside of a window while some classical music plays. And he's like, I'm going to kill the mayor. <laughs> he's looking at him through like night vision goggles or, or some shit. I think at the beginning of this movie, I was expecting something similar to the dark night, wherever there was people wearing masks or something right. like that. And just the showing up and infiltration like, style thing. Yeah. I think that's, I remember getting that masks. feeling. Yeah. yeah. They never, you got that at the end, but it felt less, appropriate in a way because there wasn't really that build up to that. You're like, Oh, these people online are talking about what kind of guns to like bring to a revolution, but it just felt, it felt a little more out of, out of place. It, I, and I just, that whole third act, it was like they had to give Batman someone else to punch at the end. <laughs> yeah. Which kind of defeated it because they put Riddler in jail too early and penguin was out of the picture at that point. So it was it was almost like they weren't quite sure how to wrap that up. And that's something that I will count against it, where it just felt a little disconnected from everything that we saw up to that point, especially the whole flooding thing that came out of nowhere. If I'm Well, honest. I can I can appreciate that it did come out of nowhere. Yeah, but it's a different way to like set up for the sequel and stuff like that. And that's. That's like a natural disaster that you can't overcome unless you're like Superman or something. And you almost get the feeling that if they make a sequel, it's going to take place like literally the day after this movie concludes. Like they're just going to be like city's still flooded. Everything's kind of fucked up. We're still trying to get to the bottom of this. Also, uh, prisoners from Arkham are out. And so we got to deal with that. And that's you just get the feeling like and there's territories because falcone is gone yeah and now you think the penguin's gonna take over because he was the first one to run his mouth but there could be territories there and now you have could be uh, turf wars happening or something something like that happening in gotham and and what was it the maconis what is it uh the the the, he messes me up because they're similar italian names there was carmine falcone and then salvatore Maroni. Marcone. Maroni. Maroni and Falcone, I think was the. Yeah. yeah why would they do that to you? Maroni. Maybe he makes macaroni. Macaroni. That was Julia Roberts's brother, I do believe, in the Dark Knight trilogy. <laughs> yes. So uh, Eric Roberts, who was also in Gemstones, the Righteous Gemstones. Um, <laughs> it would be interesting to see if he makes an appearance since, you know, the mob has kind of been. Maybe that's like a soft intro 
before we get to like the real villains or maybe they just continue in that stream where we're like kind of fucking and fighting with the uh, mob and someone else comes in and takes the mob down quite like the Joker did in the second one. That would be a logical conclusion where maybe you start with the mob, but maybe that's your jumping off point where you did a whole movie where, okay, the mob was kind of the big threat. Maybe they're a bit more sidelined or a little less organized. And that's when you can introduce a bigger personality, like a two face or a Joker mm-hmm. in, the, in the sequel. But you would need someone smart to come in to really run shit. Because like a two face or a Joker or someone like. <laughs> well, Joker's crazy. So, yeah, but he's more like a wild dog that no one would really follow in this he's particular like grounded a man version where they were throwing away rubies the size of tangerines in the forest. And he never got his prostate checked, it which was, was also the size of a ruby. tangerine. It's almost like some that men the size of tangerine. aren't interested in money. They just want to watch the world burn. It, <laughs> or, yeah, I feel like I've heard that line from somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, but I feel like, like everything need, I just said was I, from a different movie. <laughs> I feel like you need someone smart or like someone who has a lot of booby traps to Boobies. fight off. You know, booby trap backwards is party boob. Um, Google here it. for both of them. I'm here for all of it. Um, but yeah, Left I'll be in right. I feel like this, uh, the sequel to this, which is inevitable, um, has potential to be better. Cause why not? Cause we've been here to pick apart that and someone smarter than us is going to do that. And they're going to help them. No one else is smarter than us. Smooth all that out. Does Catwoman make an appearance in the second one? And she's driving off somewhere else Maybe. upstate. I would assume she so. It's like a road closed barricade and just turns back around in the fr- opening credits. Yeah, there you go. Goes back to Gotham. I suspect <laughs> that we'll see her again. Um, yeah. I suspect Robert Pattinson. I suspect um, Colin Farrell's Penguin, which is going to get his own TV show. Where he dies at the end of it. No, because this is for year one. I suspect that those characters make a reappearance. And so does Alfred. I suspect something happens with Alfred and something happens there. Do you think we get a Robin? Um, I seen something that Robert Pattinson said that would be cool, but it would have to be a 13 year old boy. Oh, would it be the mayor's kid that he had to rescue twice? Possibly. Cause that's what I thought when he had to, he was like, Hey kid, sorry, your dad got killed. And then he well, I mean, they really focused on water. that kid like a yeah. lot, like that's three why, times. That's why I was like, that's going to be Robin. That's got to be like, why else was, is he potentially attention? Yeah. Um, I would be, um, I don't know. I'd be surprised if we didn't see Robin at some point in this trilogy. What if it's just Joseph Gordon Levitt and he's 45 years old. Bring, come on down, man. Or he's like, Hey, I we was, love GGL. I was going to be Robin. JGL. I forgot. I'm back. I'm back in this universe. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> here I am. Well, what if, um, okay, hear me out. What if there's a Joker in this universe and he ends up dying and Andy Circus's character gets pushed in some kind of vat or he just, becomes corrupted really somehow. Conveniently placed vat that they just happen to have everywhere. Yeah. Well, I mean, come on. It's Batman. What if the Joker that we have now is not really the true, true Joker? They did that in the um, in Gotham series, wherever it was like um, the kid from Shameless, but yeah, then it was like his, his brother. Kid, his like twin brother. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Fuck off. What's the old switcheroo? What if they do that it's with not the, the new Joker? Joker it's and the Joker's the- twin brother. Fuck you. <laughs> I just feel like they will do that with Andy Circus. I think that he it's has Andy, the potential. It's Alfred's twin brother. Yeah. Oopsie daisy. Who doesn't look anything like Alfred that Irish too. guy? 
I think that there is there's going to be something that's going to happen with him that's going to make him crazy because you got that he has so much of ability to be just more than a mild mannered butler yeah, yeah who only makes small appearances in the first movie he was underused in this i, f- I feel and well, so they're waiting to use yeah. him big time if it's alfred's else. twin brother kind of like brian and ryan william jonkus or whatever william jonkus <laughs> aka no. the joker no le, le jonkus el jonkus it sounds like something whenever you have a uh, el elephant titus the dick or the balls. Yeah, El Jonko. El Hiante Jonko. That's my favorite ICP song. Yeah, he's also a wrestler. He's also a luchador. Yeah, he'll drop his nuts on you and put you down. One, two, three. El Scroto Genormo. <laughs> Enjoy the smell of this huge scrotum. Taint. <laughs> Tainto Fantastico. Oh, God. His finisher would be Smell the Grundle. <laughs> If you lick it, you just pass out and then you succumb to the the heaviness of his balls Grundle on your chest. Supremo. Um <laughs> I can't come up with anything else. Maybe he just whips out his balls and just like hits you in the chest and it gives you a stone cold stunner. What if he just mushroom stamps Batman? Oh god, what if he does the worm and then does it? Oh. And he's just like pow, 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 double pow, tap. Pow, pow, pow. Yeah, just what if it's just as many taps as he can? It's just a ten tap. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> just hop it around and screw it like a like like a fucking pogo stick. Don't think he's gonna really make much of an appearance on like a highly syndicated episode of wrestling if he's whipping out his genitalia. Mm-hmm. Call me crazy. Who's to say? Ryan says it. He's raised his hand, and be like, I say. I said that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, there's, I, th- I like that there is room for this to grow and they have the potential to lean into maybe a little bit less grounded version, uh, which I feel like maybe would make this a little more fun. I really enjoyed this movie, but kind of like when I watched Joker, I didn't have a good time watching it. It was kind of <laughs> depressing and sad, depressing and sad. It made me feel uncomfortable for the majority of it. Uh, and so this was kind of the, the same way. It's a dark movie. And I watched it in the evening, which comes right before the night. So I watched that 11 till like two. Yeah. So the dark afternoon. Is what it we're was saying. dark morning to afternoon. Yes. No, we will not say night too long of a movie. <laughs> Not enough magic, some overacting, some questionable things. Ultimately, not a bad movie, though. Yeah, it's it's solid. And for the people that thought this was going to be shit, I think they're wrong. I think this was a good, solid first attempt at this. And I don't think I do not think if we got a Ben Affleck solo Batman, it would be anywhere near as good as this. Yeah. And I feel like so. Batman, that Batman played in the world of magic, which is more enjoyable for people like me. But at he the teams same time, up with someone. But maybe. Yeah, I'd- I think solo they could have done something. But yeah, there's the DC world minus this Batman is more magical. Like there's more just like things that wouldn't really happen in a grounded world. You got the flash fast and does running and like can go in between different realities. You got uh, Superman enough said there. Wonder Woman kind of enough said there too. I just got a lasso of truth. Um, 
She lives in like some world that's like been blocked off, like Wakanda. She's an alien from an interdimensional world. He's ah. never seen a penis before. She's never seen a penis, but she and did she's eventually. Seen Chris Pine's dick. She's like, "Hey, what's up with that?" And he's like, "Let me yeah, put it inside you." Definitely. She's like, "Is that normal?" He's like, "It's maybe a little larger than normal." That's what I like to tell everybody. Hey, is three inches normal? Yeah. You want to see me fly this plane through a fireworks show? What the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, I feel like Batman's probably the most grounded, obviously, but I I just felt like even even in the fucking like once where it's like Martha. You know, they both come together and realize their moms had the same names. I was like, man, this exactly. is Bobo, I'd stop but punching somehow someone if like, their mom had the same name as mine. Yeah. My mom's name's Tammy. I don't go up to people who are like, oh, your mom's Tammy? Tammy. Tammy. <laughs> Tammy. Yeah. Well Anyways. done. Yeah. This is, in my opinion, a good, solid movie. In Ryan's opinion, eh. fine. <laughs> so, Not a movie that um, you'd watch multiple times over and over. No, no, no. I, I don't think so. But to, to be fair, most movies probably not don't fall in that category for me. Too long of a I'm movie to do that. I'm done kind of guy. Well, this movie is kind of like slow and wants you to kind of be intrigued by how smart it is and how dark and aesthetically like it's that smart, though. It's not, is it? It's the, the, the mystery is kind of out there in the beginning. It's like, oh, it's the Riddler. Who's the Riddler? He's just some guy. He's always finding these cards what's, like in the Batcave. What's his plan? A bombs on the seawall, apparently. What that he had under his carpet. And the climax was not very high here. Yeah. <laughs> I've had orgasms that are better than this. That lasted longer than this. No, they have not. <laughs> Three hours is a long time to orgasm. And whoever can do that, please teach me your ways. <laughs> maybe not even that long. I just need like maybe like a good like 10 minutes. I think 10 minutes of orgasm, I'm ready to go to sleep. That's a long time, that man. insane amount of time to think about. Especially when you think about 10 minutes and the fact that we've talked about Batman for two hours. Two hours. <laughs> So, yeah, that's that's a good place to wrap it up, uh, guys. Thank you for listening. Those are our thoughts on Batman. If you like Batman, you've probably seen it already. If you're on the fence, I think it's worth a watch. Uh, and it's why not? Why wouldn't definitely? You it? It's a good experience to see in a theater. Uh, but don't go out and risk your life if you're in a place where COVID's still bad. And yeah, theaters and are also three open hour at movies. the same time. Yeah, so it's it's a long one. Don't risk falling asleep. Go during an early. It's time. shorter than Justice League, is what I will say. Yeah, and but Justice League came on at home. So that makes like, it ten stars. <laughs> ten stars in comparison. Five. Uh, but yeah, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, go see Batman, the Batman, not to be confused with other Batmans. Uh, and oh, hello, as we say at the end of this and every episode of Almost Nighty Night, bitches. Until next time, folks. Suck it. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.